Thank you for tuning into the Drink Me podcast. This is episode two, and on this episode, we sit down and talk with Julian Thomas, uh, who has gone from an amateur photographer to a professional photographer, uh, and he shares his lessons learned, some of his experiences, uh, a couple tips, uh, and we hope you are able to pull something from this. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy. All right, uh, welcome to the second episode of the Drink Me podcast. Um, we are Street Meet DC, a photography meetup group, and we are starting to try to <laughs> try to do some podcasts here to get spread some knowledge to the masses. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people out here out there that want to learn some stuff. So we have some people here that'll that'll teach us. Um, let's start by introductions. I am Pierre Funes, the founder of Street Meet DC. We have uh, Julian here, special guest today. Julian Thomas, professional photographer. What's your What's your Instagram, boy? Um, underscore Julian Thomas. I hate that underscore. <laughs> you can't Thomas. change it anymore, right? Uh, yeah, Julian Thomas. If you're listening, I'll, I'll pay you in popcorn or something. Nice, know. nice. Uh, I'm Sway at Sway's View on Instagram. Uh, one of the lead organizers with Street Meet DC as well. Uh, so today's episode, uh, we wanted to give our listeners uh, some insight on what it was like going from, I guess you can say, four or five years ago, complete non-photographer yeah. to a professional <laughs> photographer full-time. Yeah. Like, this is your way of living now. Yep. All right, all right. Um, so let's just start off real quick on, on your your story on how you got into photography. Take um, us back to the moment you said, this is my shit. Sure, yeah. So it actually started um, at my good friend's um, house in his basement. We were, I went over to his house. We were playing, like, Madden or 2K or something. True. And... Um, we were playing, we were, yeah, we were playing video games, and I saw a picture on his wall, and um, it was a printed photo stretched on canvas. It's a long exposure. I didn't know it was a long exposure at the time, and I was just asking him, "So what is that?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I took a photo, and you know, I printed it out, and it was a long exposure in front of the Washington Monument." And I was just like, "I don't think I had ever seen a long exposure before, like where the light streaks are the, from the cars and stuff." Mm-hmm. So I was just like super just fascinated and long story short he's like yeah I, I can show you how to do it you know so we went to go shoot a couple of times after that he had some small point and shoot or a dslr or something and i was using my iphone and that was when i really realized like oh there's more to it than the iphone camera <laughs> um so but then i knew my mom had a camera so i just kind of borrowed hers and then he said well, we're going to street me dc if you want to come i said like, i don't know what that is and He's like, it's a photography Instagram thing. I was like, I got like 35 followers on Instagram. Like, what am I going to do? He's like, just come on. I was like, like, all right. So took my mom's camera. And I remember I was so hyped. Her camera had a built-in filter. Oh, really? So like, think of the Instagram filter. It was was built into the camera. And I could just turn on. And I was like, oh, this is, everything looks amazing. Um, That was August 2015 at Navy Yard. I remember. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. That was this. That was this the first one too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for real? The Navy Yard is my first meet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I think it was that May maybe. Because I remember it being May. It, it was. It was hot. Yeah, it was hot. It was it summertime. Was, it was hot. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was super hot. I it was hot. Um, and I remember just being like overwhelmed with creativity and all these people taking photos and. I'll never forget, there was a girl sitting in the grass. We were up near the bridge. Yes, the paper airplanes. I was like blown away. I was like, what is going on? This I, remember is just like, I remember that. It was the energy I hadn't felt before. Because um, I had just like, 
dropped out of college. I was all confused of what I was doing with my life. <laughs> true, um, true. Um, but I was like, these people, these are creating and all this shit. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, this is dope. <laughs> um, so I had a really good time and I made some new friends there. Uh, met Antoine. Oh, and Antoine and I started to shoot together because I wasn't going to like pull myself out the house and go shoot by myself. Like, who, who does that when you're brand new? You know? Right. Like, <laughs> I guess I'm sure people do it, but I was not. Yeah, that's, when you, that's when you first get your camera, you're yeah. shooting um, flowers and you're shooting like basic ass landscapes. Like, grass blades. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, this is, nice. um, this is art, yeah. artistic. Put your watermark on right in the middle of that bitch right there. Right. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Just like ruin the photo. <laughs> but an like, Antoine would hit me up and be like, yo, you want to go to, to the portrait gallery or you want to go to the Hirshhorn and I was like okay yeah let's do it and um kept going to street meet and then one day I think it was that it was that August no 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 it was that October someone asked me to photograph their Halloween party they were it was a real estate group no oh, nice they were having like a meet and greet socializing some mm-hmm. Halloween party in Arlington at um some bar um in Clarendon and he was like, yeah, I'll pay you a hundred bucks. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah, big money. A hundred like, bucks to take pictures? Okay. Yeah. I was like, you know, at this point, I understand aperture, shutter speed, and ISO. Okay. I don't really know, like, what the best numbers are for all of them, but yeah. I understand how they affect the photo. He paid me a hundred bucks, and I was like, oh, shit, like, okay. Quit my job tomorrow. Yeah, I was like, at the time, I was like, man, I make, like, $15 an hour, like, <laughs> Like you just, you just—that's a big chunk of money to me at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that changed my perspective. And then you know, you stay in the community long enough, you get to know more people, and yeah, you, you just my perspective on photography just widened and widened mm-hmm. and widened. Um, yeah, and then you just like I don't, I don't. It's kind of, it seems <laughs> like very simple to me, but like I was networking and I was telling people I was a photography, and year later. I found myself where I had like gone through three different jobs. I like worked at Nike and I was working at Hot Topic and I had made friends with an agency in Rockville mm-hmm. and they would send me a lot of products like jewelry or men's skincare or um, ma- women's makeup. Nice. And I would literally just shoot it in my bedroom. Okay. I would just like I yeah, would just put it up. I, I would. It was a lot of lots and lots of YouTube. On how to, YouTube like, University. Shout out to YouTube University. YouTube yeah. University. I'm the scholar. I'm the janitor. I'm the hey, professor. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> He's working on his tenure next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of YouTube. Um, buying, renting, sharing lights, trying to get it right. And then I would, like, look at, like, L'Oreal.com. Like, okay, what are they oh, doing? What do they look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah. does that shit look like? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, how can I, like, maybe make it look like that? Mm-hmm. And then just, like, a little... You just, like, sprinkle some of your own, like, personal creativity in there. And then I had, like, product photography on the side mm-hmm. of my own job. And also Omar. Omar, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his car, his car photography company. I was working with him for a while. Okay. And nice. that really, really changed the perspective on my life. Like, it wasn't just photography. It was like, okay... Somebody from the street me DC culture is mm-hmm. doing it too. Like he's doing yeah. this full time. I was helping him at the time. It was just me and him. Now he's got like six other photographers. He's got a whole team with him. He's got sure. a whole team. Yeah. yeah. At the time, it was just there. me and him. And I was like, all right, I just got to find my thing. Like find my mm-hmm. application of photography, and I can do this too. And um, yeah, I did that for a while, and now I'm here. I, I, to, <laughs> to say that I discovered photography and quit my job a year later sounds a little crazy, but like. 
it's like the healthiest addiction I, you know, <laughs> okay. it's like, this is yeah. like, it was great. <laughs> I can remember having a conversation with you about a year after I met you and you said, yeah, all I did was go on YouTube and just shoot and don't stop shooting. And I kept learning and I kept learning because I think at that time you had just said, oh, you know, I'm thinking about going full time on this. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, what got you there? Just I learned and I kept learning and I kept taking these opportunities that came my way. And I was like, well, props to you because... I'm here, I've been learning, I'm still mm-hmm. learning, and instead of, you know, taking that dive in, that goes into the full-time world of photography, you know, I keep my 9 to 5, do my creative stuff on the, you know, at night yeah. or on the weekends, and as an outsider, at least as an like objective perspective, it's like, I want to do that. Like, clearly, you're doing something good for yourself because, yeah. you know, I'm sure you work a lot of hours, but a lot of it, the time, it's doing what you like. Yeah, that's what everybody wants to believe. That's, that's, the, that's the glory story. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So that's the glory story. I'm sure it sucks. Story. I'm sure. I'm sure it's just like any other job, but it, I'm sure there's well, a lot of a lot of it. That, that it's sucks. also like when you take this practice from passion mm-hmm. to profession. There's a lot that comes with that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're doing it for the, your passion, you're probably doing it to express yourself or to. Um, get away from whatever your day brought. Um, you're doing it for fun. You're doing yeah. it for, you know, like all those things. And that is at your will. Like you come home from work. If you feel like going downtown to go shoot, yeah. you'll do so. Right. You may or may not get a photo. Mm-hmm. Profession is like, you got to be here at 9.30 a.m. And you we got to get these shots and... It, there's a lot of other personalities that come into the play. It's no sure. longer just you and your camera. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other personalities that you have to manage. You have to set expectations. You have to edit on time. You have to del- deliver on time. It's not just fun and games. It becomes anymore. work. <laughs> and it becomes work. And if you really want to get paid at some point, or often points, you're going to be taking photos of stuff that you don't really like. I, 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 I can relate. I mean, I can I can relate to that because that sucks. I mean, it's like... You almost you almost feel like you're selling your soul a little bit like Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that Fuck feeling. Yeah. Man. I know that feeling. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I remember like back in the day, man. You had your you had one of your shots put on the on a gift card for Nike. Fuck yeah, I got that. Shit oh, you, right you still got that bitch. Still got, that's the first. That's a major. Yeah, I was like, I saw, I saw that. Nike, I was like, though. oh man, shit never leaves the wallet, homie. <laughs> yeah, never. That shit is tight. Show that oh, shit that's incredible. Yeah, get that, that real shit. tight. I see that shit. We'll take a picture of that and make sure you guys get a good look at that one. I remember that man. I remember that day when you Nike, posted up in, okay. our, in our group chat back in our. How much early is on days. that gift card though? One dollar. Hey. <laughs> just, just for general <laughs> principle. Yeah. I don't remember it's that. I was like, Damn, man. Yeah. Like, Julian, Julian's glowing up, man. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, man. That was one of those things where I think like uh, one of the things that people don't really realize when it comes to entrepreneurship is every day, everything you do, you've got to be on and like applying it to the overall goal right so every job i was doing before i quit my job Mm -hmm. i was meeting people Mm -hmm. you know i lived in alexandria and i would come to georgetown Mm -hmm. to work at the nike store but like i knew i didn't know how but i knew the people that i would interact with and meet and work with at the nike store were going to change my trajectory some type of way because dc is different than alexandria people Mm -hmm. you know it's just different yeah it is um and yeah, so I got that when I was working at the Nike store and I submitted the photo like a year before mm-hmm. they ever said anything. True. And I, I submitted the photo before I worked there. And then it was a holiday gift card thing, right? And they were like, 
submit a photo. There was all these requirements. Just like the person in the photo has to be a Nike ambassador or work for Nike. They have to be wearing nothing but Nike. Can't be any other people in the photo. Just like all this stuff. Now, damn, that's like that's a pretty. It was I a mean, lot. Criteria. It was a lot. And I mean, now now that I'm like a commercial photographer, like that's all like typical. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like standard. It's standard. It's, it's essentially it's, like a production sheet. Like you right. have your shot list, and then you have what needs to be in your shot list. Yeah, but to just open your your open the door to any another any to any photo and have all that requirements is completely different. Right. If you go on a commercial shoot, it's controlled. And mm-hmm. you, and there's you, nothing else no other variables but the brand that you're shooting yeah like yeah and we have we have controlled yeah. all of that like yeah. we're at this restaurant at this time of day because we know nobody else is going to be here or mm-hmm. something like that and there's nothing going to be in the background or foreground that yeah that like there's not going to be a coca-cola logo right, in the back right. you know something like that mm-hmm. um but yeah i showed them the photo and they were like oh we really like it and i was like yeah i'm sure y'all said that to everybody <laughs> 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 and, nice and easy. Like, oh yeah, you want to submit it? I was like, yeah, cool, I'll submit it. And then a year later, I was working there, and totally by accident. But my friend that's in the photo, Isaiah, shout out to Isaiah, he told me he's like, yo, you want to you want to work at Nike? And I was like, yeah, I think I was working at like Dick's Sporting Goods or something at the time. No, I mean Nike is, I'm sure. Yeah. And I was like, that's a large step up. I'll sure take it. And then um, started working there. And then like I remember it was. Probably, it was like the following winter, maybe like October or November, maybe. I remember it wasn't cold outside. And he just starts texting me, like, blowing up my phone. True. Like, Yo! <laughs> nigga, we made it! <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, exclamation, all caps. I was like, bro, what are you talking about? He was like, Yo, your photo. And I was like, what photo? What is A year talking? later, like, how many photos like, I've taken? Yeah! <laughs> He's like, yo, the gift card, the photo. And I was like, oh. He was like, yo, it's getting printed. And I was like, nah. <laughs> he was like, real, for real, bro, it's getting printed. And I was right. like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then that happened. And that was one of the small wins early on. Hell yeah, that's, that a, was that's, like, that's kind of a small, like big win. Classified as a small win. That's, that's like you said, it's a trajectory. It all of a sudden pushed you. Yeah, well, it gave me confidence. It's like, okay, well, if I can get this on accident, I could probably do something <laughs> on you purpose. Really tried. You know, like, yeah, if you really tried, yeah. So, yeah, we were just having fun, man. And he was like, yeah, can you, uh, I'm going to do a, a breakdancing video. And I was like, I don't know nothing about video, but like. <laughs> I could just like press record and hold still. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, all right, let's take some photos. And I was like, hop up there and do this, do that. Click. Okay, dope. <laughs> Year later, it's on everyone's gift card for the holiday. <laughs> yeah, man. When, bro, Fantastic. I was working there and they were like, Julian, we're putting your gift cards out. And they started like stocking them. And I was just like, this is That's my picture, like, dog. I should, yeah. I, should get, I should get five cents off each car. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is unreal. Like, <laughs> So that was that was something like, and I remember it had a really big impact on my dad, because mm-hmm. my dad was like, he's bro. My dad was in the uh, Navy pilot, helicopter pilot. He was like, uh, he's like, he's in the Navy. Chill with your life. Yeah, he's like, he's been there for twenty seven years. Like, <laughs> okay, he, he got a mechanical engineering degree from Ohio State. So he was like, True. he's like, my one and only son wants to be a photographer. Like, how does this like, how does this fit in the family crest? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, but I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> and then when I got that, he was like, oh. Hmm. So this is possible. He's like, he's like, I know Nike. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dad, like, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to say it's kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, give me, give me a hug or something. God damn it. Yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> no, he definitely didn't give me a hug. <laughs> but I saw it on his face. Because he didn't, didn't pay the bill that month. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Did they pay you for that? Or they was just, 
And it was just like a... It was one of those things you have to, like, sign. It's like... Also, because I worked at Nike at the time. Okay. So, when you work there, it's Mm like... You sign the documents and it's like, your idea is our idea. Uh, You know? And I mean, I, like... Even if you were to throw a amount of money at me, I wouldn't know an accurate yeah. amount to tell you back. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was so happy and, like, green and young. I was like, fuck it, take it. It's like, fucking Nike. Yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah. gonna read it. I'm going to trust you. Right. I was, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't re-edit it at all. Oh, wow. They didn't retouch it. No, oh, not that? at all. All they did was put the swoosh in there, and that was it. That's and I was respect. like, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah I was like, dope. Cool. So, here, so here's here's what we're doing today. Um, we got a, We posted a question in our Instagram story okay. a while ago. And uh, we've got some questions that okay. we might ask, and this is a perfect one. This is by uh, at Absent Photos. Uh, he asks, "What do you? How do you feel about clients putting filters on your pictures? Does that ever happen?" Um, I th- I think it it has happened. Um, but do you send them any? Do you send them something saying, "No, you can't use that shit, you fucker"? Well, like for <laughs> definitely for, not like that. <laughs> for, for me in particular. I'm a, I do a lot of commercial work, mm-hmm. and commercial is supposed to be like clean and you know. Mm. Um, either, well, actually, it's, it's, we're talking about bigger shit here. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like either like clean and 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 fresh, or you're shooting to their aesthetic already. Okay. You know, so if they have like blue in the shadows and a little bit of green, mm-hmm. you're gonna do that anyway. Like, right. Right. Okay. Like they like you, they like you for you, and they like your style, but they're probably wanting you to shoot their style. Yeah. So, so it's like. It's not, there's not much gray area. Um, I did recently have a client ask if they could edit the photos. They, they asked you for the raws? No, they didn't go Ooh. that far. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go that far, but they, they were asking if they could edit the photos themselves because they're, they may have an event with a certain aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no, sorry, that's too bad. Like, I understand where you're coming from, but that's not how this goes. And they mm-hmm. were understanding and it's not a big deal. I think a lot of photographers especially when they're young, they just need to understand it's about setting expectations, right. communicating clearly, like letting them know up front, you know what I mean? And they'd be fine with it. So the, um, letting them know up front, uh, maybe this is something that you can help clarify. Do you approach your clients with a contract from your point of view or do you sign a contract from their point of view or is there a middle ground? It depends on who the client is. Okay. If the client is way bigger than you, you sign their you're, you're probably going to sign okay. their contract. Okay. Um, get that bag. <laughs> and, but you could also, like, I don't think I've ever done this, but I've heard of it. They have their own contract, and then mm-hmm. you have yours, and mm-hmm. everybody signs both. Okay. So that's a thing. Hmm. Um, but again, like, again, like, I don't do that yeah. any con- I mean, I have contracts. I've, mm-hmm. I've sold, signed contracts and written contracts. But it's not like a. I don't do that for every gig. Okay. Um, that makes sense. I mean, because then they, they, if you if you do one for every gig, like then you really don't own any yeah. of your shit. <laughs> like no, that thing I mean, you could sign exclusive and non-exclusive rights depending on. But to a lot of people, they, a lot of people just sign contracts yeah. just for to, to sign one to say that they signed a contract and they just. I think good, I, I, I guess. think like when you when you work for the really big companies, you're probably giving them all the rights. Yeah. In in. So you should just, read your contracts, people. Yeah. Anytime yeah. you sign Take away deal, here. Take away like, Check out like blinkbid.com. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good. That's what I use for my contracts. And okay. They have like templates and then they make it pretty simple. You still have to do your homework and like... Absolutely. Using the proper language is one of the most important things <laughs> as, as a professional photographer because especially when you're young, if you don't use the proper language, you're like asking to get like rolled on. 
or like, I believe it. you know, oh, like I'm sure they know. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure they, they know can who's tell, green and who's gonna just do whatever they want for free almost. And don't get me wrong, I've had my fair share of tough experiences, challenging experiences, but that's how it goes. It's learn and go, right? It comes with the growth, man. It comes with it. So I guess another question is, um, because I, I'm, because like I said, a lot of people that listen to this are probably they're they're fairly new to the game too. Um, we always talk about like, well we well we were just talking about like if they they asked you for um, the pictures mm-hmm. and we asked like if they asked for the raw and it's obvious to us why like people don't ask for the raw for the raw footage or for the raw pictures. Maybe some clients, some people that are on the that that, are, that want to be clients or maybe listening to this. Can we clarify as to why it is that we hate fucking giving raws to everybody every time yeah. they ask? So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain it from the client's perspective. Yes, let's and let's from hear the it. Photographer. There yeah. you go. Photographer's perspective. It's like this is my work. This is what I do. I'm really passionate about it. it, it like I've developed a certain mm-hmm. look and a certain style and like this and that. And while that is all well and good, they. Don't care. No, they don't. Until you have really, really established yourself and you probably have like half a million followers on Instagram and Mercedes Benz wants to work with you mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. You know, like you've you, you like there it, it come you have to come a long way to the point to get to the point where they're like hiring you for you. And not every client is gonna hire you for you. Some clients are gonna hire you for your work ethic, for your um um for your personality, you know, it's it's or not because it, you know somebody. There's a lot more that in, in, that comes into it than just like how that one photo looks, mm-hmm. or that the, the preset you used, or the style. Like, mm-hmm. guys, we're using presets at the end of the day. Like, it's, it's not like you <laughs> didn't know, like no re- presets. To be honest with you, that's I, cool. That's great. Well, I understand a lot of, why like, you do because it a lot of to work through. Like, you get a lot of my co- a lot, like I would say like eighty percent of my co- uh, commercial work I don't use a preset. Mm-hmm. But what I'm but I'm just saying like. I make my own, but then I use them. I, yeah. Like I, I got I downloaded the uh, or Johnny posted the Visco pack mm-hmm. a while ago, mm-hmm. and I studied the shit out of it because mm-hmm. like I could see all the all the RGB lean, uh, RGB lines mm-hmm. and uh, the tone curves and everything, and I learned a great deal just by that. And I learned yeah. about you know how to fade my picture because I love I love throwing fade on my shit. That's like my thing or whatever. But yeah. I finally learned how to do that. So I'm I get why I get the preset thing. I get the stigma behind it. But once you make your own, that are that is your style, your voice, or whatever, then throw throw it on that bitch. Or unless it's right, like so, something that you have to do so, differently. So, so let's think about it like this: if from the photographer's perspective, you like the fade, you like the crunchy blacks, and you you know like the probably the darker like low light mm-hmm. photos, right? And yeah. I love them too. Mm-hmm. But if Target comes to you, oh yeah. If, blown out. If target, blown out, it, bright as shit. It's gonna be bright as shit. There's gonna be reds in there. Smiles you like, and you shit. like you like cool tones mm-hmm, and like yeah. blues. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they're gonna pay you that bag. You gonna you gonna try to convince yeah. them to sacrifice their? No, nah, you're not. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, you oh, you want yellows and and, and reds? Got all right, it. all right, got it. Right away, sir. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. But then you create your own. Then then as you learn through each thing, you kind of create a preset so that you can kind of know. I think as you as you learn and as you grow, you get a better understanding of when to apply your style, right? And when to just like shoot to the client's desire, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, would you rather hold on to your style and never sacrifice for anyone and be broke, <laughs> or this be a true. successful photographer <laughs> yeah. that understands when to apply their and, style? But here's the thing too: is that you can do these things and still do your do your thing. You could shoot what they want and still yeah. get with your yeah. shot. Still do what the and fuck if you, you want. If you if you well, this is what I do. 
95% of it, like, you have paid me to be here. So 95% of it is I'm doing what you want. Right. At the end of the set or the end of the series, I might be like, okay, let's try this. Right. Well, and just like the last one or two shots. And if, if you have given them exactly what they want, they're not going to argue with you. Yeah. You know, like, okay, cool. The, the one or two shots. We, you know, we really got to get over here. Like, okay, just one shot. Boom. That's mm-hmm. the one you wanted all along. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy. Keep it moving. All right. All right. You get to, you get to feed your soul a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah. Know. Back to the raw images. I, I guess as a photographer, oh, I've yeah. I view those. As, <laughs> I've, That's I've, what we were talking yeah. about. <laughs> but oh, yeah. I view those as my intellectual property. I feel like the raw file is essentially my master to my song. If, if I'm gonna put an analogy to it. Now, when you say raw file, are you talking about a CR2 file or an unedited JPEG? Oh, no, CR2 file. I'll send an unedited JPEG. And, and I'm telling you, they like, care. they don't want that. Nobody, they don't want, no, no one wants that. Raw. Nobody, they might ask you for an unedited JPEG. That's fine. I've never had anyone ask me for a Sony ARW file. Okay, okay. Like, interesting. I guess that's a, that's a more enthusiast and amateur level area where people are asking them for their raw files. Because in the end, someone always knows someone's like, oh, my boy's going to edit the photos. Can you get me your raw files? I'm like, I'm going to send you a small JPEG. How about I do that? No, I would send them a send them a three hundred DPI J. Like if they if these are real clients, I'm not okay. talking about your portrait session on Saturday morning. <laughs> I'm okay, talking yeah. about a real like a mm-hmm. company or just someone that you really respect, right? Mm-hmm. If you really respect them, then like give them what they're asking. They are not gonna ruin the photo and put your name on it and just like crush your. Yeah, I'm assuming everybody is like. Which I, I, well, I guess in the end of the day, with that, yeah. I, I guess mean, you did you did sign a contract yeah. most likely if you're working for a bigger company and if they ask you for for their files. Just so you're you, dumping them the day of. I just don't. I just don't. I can't recall like very many times where people asking me for my raw files. Oh uh, no! Well, I, I, well, you're, we're talking bigger scale here. You're you're talking way bigger scale. We're, they, we're bro, no, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> but, want like please yeah. edit it. <laughs> They don't they, want to do the work. They yeah. don't want to. Yeah. That's why they're paying you no, anyway. That's why yes. Yeah. Like send me, yeah. send me ready to upload to the website, ready to go on Instagram, ready to go. I'm not trying to tweak it after you've tweaked it. No, no. They just want it to be filter ready. hashtag. Like yeah, right. They're just trying to yeah. figure out the caption, they and just you just the give them give them photo ready stuff like post ready. Okay, okay. Uh, how much time do you spend? Oh, in... I forgot to explain the. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Please. So, I have a client. She designs button-down shirts for women. She mm-hmm. has a certain um, patent for, like, a, a no-gape. Well, they I don't, I don't they, they, it doesn't do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a patent for that? Yeah. Big deal, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, it's uh, unique to her. And anyway, so we shoot, maybe we shoot, like, 20, 25 shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, she, and she's one of my favorite clients because she does the whole process correctly, like, she will reach out to a modeling agency, find a model she likes, book the model, book me, we shoot in her living room, her mm-hmm. living room is gorgeous, and we like do it, right? Mm-hmm. The model may pose 30 to 50 times for each shot, each shirt. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and you said how many shirts? 25. 20, 25. It's like, it's a, it's a half day shoot. So. Yeah, it's work. Yeah. It's good yeah. shit though. But so, so then like, oftentimes, in that series of the yellow button-down shirt, I think that one looks best, mm-hmm. but she thinks that one looks best. And I'm going to edit the one that you like best, and I'm going to let you have it. Mm-hmm. So in that in that process, I'll shoot the half day, pack up, leave, go home. At some point, 
I will upload all the unedited JPEGs so that she can make her selects. Oh, I see. So okay. she can say, I want this one on my website, that one on my website. Boom, boom, boom. And then you do your thing and then... And then I'll, put, I'll go back and say, okay, she wants 17, 33, 42, and 98. I will edit just those. Mm-hmm. Send to her. And then if I have some of that I love, I'll edit those and those go in my portfolio on my website. Okay. So in that regard, I'm sending a lot of, un- I'm sending a lot of RAWs. Okay, I see what you're saying. See, no, yeah, saying? No, see yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. JPEGs yeah. out the camera is essentially yeah. what she's going to look through anyway to give Yeah, you... she's just trying to make selects. She's not going to download it, throw a filter, and post it on her Instagram. Like, though, like... We, well, smart a, business people work like that. Yeah, that's, right? Yeah, yeah that's it, how real it's, business it's, should yeah, be. Yeah, it's a yeah. mutual respect for <laughs> I guess that, I guess that's what we're trying to get at, is like, don't... If you're asking for... If you're asking for RAWs or... When people ask for RAWs, they usually mean the actual files or just... Or like you said, maybe the, the unedited JPEGs or whatever... Mm-hmm. And well, I think it's 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 important to understand: Are they trying to make selects, or are they just trying to keep them? Right, there's a big difference. Right. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I guess one takeaway I'm going to go from here is: If you're looking to book clients to do uh, commercial work, mm-hmm. uh, verify who you're working for. Verify who you're doing an RFP for, or who you're sending a pitch to. So that way, what is RFP? Uh, request for a proposal. Uh, if you're a photographer and someone asks you for an RFP, they're asking you to break down how you work. Uh, how you price and your deliverables. Essentially, when you're going to... I don't know if you've ever had to submit for RFP. You, oh, for sure. Okay, so then you you know what the process is like then. Yeah, they want to understand like start to that finish. You, they they like, don't understand you that you approach. do your job. Because like, they're, yeah. they're throwing money at you, so they want to know and, what you're about to do. And all, whoever's listening, I need you to understand that just because you submit an RFP don't mean you're going to get the job. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> They can still be like, okay, cool, thanks for doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go over here. Like, we'll get happens. back to you. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep you in mind. Love your portfolio. So right, how many times have you... Let me not say how many times. What's the... I guess I'm asking more... Let me ask more generally... Do you find yourself submitting more RFPs than contacting clients directly or potential clients directly? No, it's definitely less RFPs. Less RFPs. There's one RFP for every like ten people. Okay, true. But but I've I'm kind of like, uh, I don't want to say spoiled, but like I'm fortunate to have the my network. Okay. So that people are often like, oh, you should hit up Julian. You should work mm-hmm. with Julian, or mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's most of my stuff comes from that. All right. Not me right. like cold calling and like. Yeah, I think that, I, I think that is the ideal situation you want to be in. But that takes work, and yeah. it takes personality, and it takes mm-hmm. hustle, and it takes um, confidence. Like those people, whoever's suggesting you, they have to have confidence that you're gonna yeah. deliver, like deliver a quality product on time and be nice to work with. Those mm-hmm. are the three things that like people need to know in order to suggest you. That's right. So like, if you're delivering late or you're, you know, in a bad mood or whatever, like. Nobody wants to work with or that. Or you're just no, like one of those put that fucking ego, okay. ego maniacal yeah. fucking yeah. photographers, purists or whatever. Yeah, like I've, I've heard like people at the top top of the industry say the photographers with a good photo and are easy to work with almost always get the job over the amazing photographer with a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So like you <clears throat> you got to be good people, you know? Yeah, true. I mean, I, mean, I feel like that, that applies to a lot, but I feel like this this in general, this applies more only so because you're working in a creative in a, in a creative bubble where you can't have a bad mood you can't have you can't have the bad vibes or else it's going to just sour the whole entire thing your model's not going to want to really work with you and yeah. she's not yeah. going to he or she is not going to want to improvise or do anything because you're just being an asshole and just 
telling yeah. them what to do. Yeah. Where sometimes people, uh, fucking people have ideas. Let them, you know, if you're working sure. with somebody, you know. And, and that's very important to, yeah. to let, like, to let people be themselves and let them create and let them, like, give them the creative freedom to fuck it up. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. give them that. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's not going to ruin the photo yeah, shoot. I think it should but. go both ways. Uh, I think if you have a client that has an idea, like, mm-hmm. please them, shoot the idea. Yeah, of course. If they say, well, it looks like trash, it's not that you shot it like trash. Maybe the like, idea. That was your idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the idea just wasn't expressed well enough to execute properly. Yeah. And vice versa. You know, I. Or maybe the idea was half baked and we didn't. Yeah. We I mean, know. I had a shoot while I was down in Miami with my sister for a graduation. I had an idea and she kind of just looked at me like, oh, it doesn't sound that good. But then when I went through it and I showed her the photo, she's like, now I see because it. it's, it's the communication and then like you said the follow through and the work ethic like you know produce the, the product and produce it in a respectable manner yeah you know, you don't and, and also it's like you just gotta like learn your place I got clients now that ask me what do you think Julian what do you think we should do versus when I first started yeah. I would just keep my mouth shut and I would just be like okay let me see how they roll like see me how let me see how they think and then now you know I've been with them a little over a year and they'd be like how does that look does that look okay? Like, what yeah, now they now they turn to you. Yeah, but, they, you, but yeah. I, like it's because I like earned my stripes and right. I kept my mouth shut at first. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you don't want to just step on the scene and think you're the best, you know? Like, just be cool. <laughs> I think that's that's one thing that we always try to preach here is like, don't always try to be that asshole. It's like you think that you're better than everybody because there's always bigger a, there's always bigger fish in the pond. Bro, there's always <laughs> going to be somebody better than you, yep. better than you, and not as good as you. And the funny thing is that the people that are better, they never think that they're that good because <laughs> they're still. The process the constantly, constantly, constantly. It's, it's about perspective. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is. Um, so is look up another question. I do have another one coming. Um, I guess because I'm more like I come like from a more uh, corporate view of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you decided to go full time, what was the process like for you to set up uh, the appropriate banking so that way when it comes time for tax season, you can either get your credits back or find out how much you really owe the government. Like, is that a process that was difficult for you to learn? Did you seek outside right, help for that? It's very simple. You get a 1099, you owe 30% on that shit. So that's how you approach it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> so, you keep track, so you keep track of everything that you that you get and you spend, and then... I don't... Uh, I'm now, like, don't... don't <laughs> this is personal experience. <laughs> Maybe, like, don't adapt the, this part of my habits, but <laughs> what, I, what I do is, like, I'll go back and, like, look at... Um, Okay, I ate at Sweet Green in Georgetown. That was a business lunch because I was working for them. True. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. I'm not really good at tracking my mileage. I just got a new app that helps me make it Try a lot it. easier. You could just hit start and stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, you know, you buy a new camera. That's clearly a business expense. Yeah. Or you buy SD cards or mm-hmm. a new battery or a new lens. Like, this is going towards the business. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't... I'm probably not, like going down to the penny and saving every nickel that I could but like I don't think the taxes thing is that complicated okay it's like there's you're making money you're expensing because you're spending money on something that's buffing up your business right you're traveling because of your business this is a business lunch because you're at work right um and like freelancers and stuff and we can write off a lot of oh, yeah. sh- like you're paying out of pocket for Lightroom right as am I. I got bootleg. Okay, that's cool. You didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, people pay out of pocket for Lightroom. Yeah. Well, that's a business expense. Mm-hmm. I can't do my job without Lightroom. Yeah. Or, or Capture One or Photoshop. I can't. I, yeah, that's like, how else are you going to edit? Through fucking Paint or some shit? Or, yeah. Or what's, that, what's, what's the other, the, the, the open source one? Get get something? Get I can't remember. I don't know, but. 
I mean that uh, it's like some percentage like I want to say like 50% of that comes back like mm-hmm. so so I guess uh, if you're ever interested in going full time maybe you should seek um, financial advice um, I don't know if maybe you did a lot of homework on your own I did a lot of homework on my own but I also had a mentor there you go so they gave you the shout out to James Jackson because I would not be here without you bro <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate you to the moon so throw, throw his Instagram out there man yeah we'll put it on the screen oh, oh it's at uh, this is James J this is James J this is James J he's Perfect. great I oh him. I know him yeah oh yeah uh, yeah yes yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've met him several times yeah yeah I, I was with him for maybe like nine months straight I was just Mm-hmm. I would literally show up to any shoot of his that mm-hmm. I was invited to or available for, mm-hmm. and I would hold reflectors, I would hold lights, I would hand him his Diet Coke, I would do whatever he wanted me to do, you know, and I was just, I was just soaking up knowledge, like, just constantly. Like, That's good shit. Yeah. And that where I speak about the language, mm-hmm. I learned a lot of the language from him. Okay. It's how to communicate and what you should say. Don't say this, say it like that. Um learned a lot from him a lot a lot that's good and also other photographers yeah um so yeah we were talking about something earlier before we started this whole thing and I was like wait off camera yeah I can't remember now we can edit this dead space right no no let people see that we think man this is is a conversation dead space happens in conversations real life what about you? Do you have any questions for us? We don't want to like only pester you with questions. We want to yeah. you know, make it uh, conversational. What do you guys? What do you guys got in the pipes? I know you guys got something in the pipeline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, as you know, last month or I guess our last meet, we I was were, at the last two actually. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, the meet. So our our March meet, which is our anniversary meet, we had a very special guest with Facebook. They were in the building. They were doing a mini doc on how Street Meat uses Instagram to foster a physical community. Yeah. Uh, so that was a learning experience for us as yeah, well. Yeah, that was. We learned yes. about, like you mentioned earlier, you don't have other logos in the shot. Uh, so we learned how to tape our stuff up, not because we're hiding from the streets that we don't want them mm. to see what we're shooting with, mm. uh, but they just can't afford to pay for that um, that placement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learned uh, room tone and room class. Tone. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's essentially just for mic and audio purposes. Um but it was also an experience for them because when they came up to us like, oh, we need people to sign releases and yeah, that was something starting new. point and we're yeah. just like... That was something new for us. We only have 50 page papers. I'm like, we well, got 300 participants yeah. today. So it was a big hope one. Hope you too. got white shots. Because yeah, right. <laughs> right. uh, that's really what it is. Um, the biggest one we had was last month in April at Founders Park. We were lucky enough to have Street Meet Washington uh, and Street Meet LA, the, the organizers of those communities yeah. in-house. Um, if you're listening to us now, you already heard them speak about what's going on. They have a lot of things uh, going on in their respective cities. Yeah. They, they explain to us like their communities. Yeah, and their each first... culture, each each city is different. Like each culture is different. Mm-hmm. Like the LA, the LA meat culture out there is like fucking crazy. It's like a production. Yeah, they come out there ready. To yeah, show out. they they're they're yeah. out there doing like smoke bombs out the ass. Like fire breather. Yeah, and, 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 and we can't do that shit out here. <laughs> no, we don't, we can't not. even have drones out this bitch. No, like it no, sucks. No, no. <laughs> yeah, we we get, we get lucky if we could pop a smoke flare now. Yeah, right? and we we've been God bless the photography gods or God or the photography gods bless us. We haven't gotten in trouble with that shit because yeah. we do it scarcely. Like we just do yeah. once in a. But these guys over what, there. What, what would they say though? It's a pa- I, we have no idea. It depends on what you're using. Uh, we have we ordered some that are classified as pyrotechnics. 
In DC, the, there are Anola, some Anola Gay. Those are not. Those are smokeless pyrotechnics, so they fall under a somewhat separate class. Oh, that's the only brand I know. Yeah, those are the yeah. best ones. Yeah, so shout are, out to Nola, holla at us. Yeah, you know, we know the plug. Good, good yeah. sponsorship. Uh, but the ones we have now, I call them the Ebola Maze. Yeah. So they're bootleg as hell. <laughs> uh, and those are flammable interiors. Like mm. if you hold them, they get real hot. Yeah, so, Nola Gay gets hot too, but. I bet Enola Gay never thought that they would start out making smoke bombs for paintballers. Right. And, now, <laughs> and now they're doing the photographers. Are yeah. just like, yeah. Dog, fucking cousins. what? Three, three or four years ago, man, that was every, that was all over my feet. Everybody mm-hmm. using a goddamn smoke bomb. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's died out a little bit now, but you know it's still it's still tight. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, hell it's, it's so it's much tight. fun playing with it's them. Hell tight. Yeah, it's still Taking a photo where you're swinging it around. <laughs> Bro, I used to buy those by the dozen. Just pop them. Two of each color. Actually, shout out to you. You have one of the better Enola photos I have. You have your Hockey mask. Hold on. I got to give a shout out to Flynn. That's Flynn's photo. Oh, that's oh, Flynn's true. photo. That's Flynn's true. True. So you're the model in the photo. Yes. Okay, so yes. shout out to Flynn. Illis, smoke bomb, after a blizzard, all white, and then just these red and blue flares. Is that That's a photo that Hold on. you're in, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. You're talking about me and Aaron, Flood the Sensor? Is that Flood the Sensor? Maybe. You had a mask on. Yeah. And there's two of you. One of them has a red and one of them has a blue. That's, yeah, that's and it's me and Aaron. Oh, that, that was during snow. that snowstorm, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I that's remember probably you went out. Yeah. One, you made it out in a snowstorm to the National Mall. Oh, so Mission thankful. and a half yeah. there. I was so thankful. You <laughs> popped the flare on the National Mall. Major props. <laughs> yeah, probably seriously. should be doing that. Uh, and the photo just was shot perfectly. That was, yeah, when, was, uh, that was when Aaron, shout out to Flood the Sensor on Instagram, uh, at Flood the Sensor. Mm-hmm. That was when Aaron lived in Alexandria. He lived like a half a mile from me. and uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, he lived in Huntington. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He uh, he was like trapped in the house for like a couple of days, and I was too. And he hit me up one day, and he was like, yo, man, I'm." he's like, I got to get out the house. Let's... He's like, I got a big ass truck, and he does. He's from Texas. He has a big. <laughs> he ass does. Truck. I, I I rode in that shit one yeah. time. I'm in Baltimore. like five five feet. You know, he's like five five tall, and it's like big ass, <laughs> huge truck. And I was just like, yo, let's do it. So let me get a boost. <laughs> yeah. He scooped me up that day, and he was like, we just shot all day. I remember my feet were soaking wet and cold, but I didn't care. I was like having a blast, and we went and um, shot that in the bando. And oh, that was in the bando. Yeah, we don't know which Narnia for those who ask. Yeah, I was just about to ask you which one, but then we can't we can't exactly just give away bandos like that. I was just. I mean, it's 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 R.I.P. That place is never gonna be roamed in again. I don't think like it's ready for gentrification at this point. I'm I'm surprised I haven't torn it down. It's on the way. Yeah, no, I think they're yeah they're gonna make it into something else. It was a huge building, like it is. It's I got a picture right there. Hey, that's it. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so you asked, you know, what we have in the pipeline. Uh, we're working on connecting all the cities together through one of these mediums here with the podcast. We're looking yeah. at finding a way to every quarter loop them in remotely, so that way, you know, they can talk about their communities. Uh, this really isn't just about the DC community. Um, yeah, not anymore. This is this is determined to every city wants to do one. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we 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 get DMs all the time. Like, how do I start one? How do I mm-hmm. do this? And we want we want this concept of bringing creatives together to be in every city because that only helps your city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It only helps your area to bring these people together because these are the people that are documenting your whole entire area. Yeah. And if you bring them all together and have them all become friends or at least acquaintances, that's just going to build your whole entire network of, of, of possibilities, of, the possibilities of, of work of just, in, just in general, like just make your city look better. Like, yeah. I don't know how else to put it. And that's something that we're working on is trying to, you know, see how we can get some more cities and get them on the same page and we're all on the same. Yeah. No on moderators. Same... It's all about 
you know, you look at Street Meet DC, and a lot of people know Pierre and Aaron, and maybe myself. But in reality, you know Street Meet DC because it's the community that you're coming out. You know that if you come out, we're going to get straight to work. We're going to have a good vibe, mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, at least I hope, and rain or shine. Mm -hmm. We're going to create no matter what the obstacles are. Uh, and I, I think we use those obstacles sometimes yeah. too. <laughs> and in, the way I like to explain it is, you know, we're trying to foster creativity without barriers. So, you know, if you're going to, if you're interested in expanding street meat, we're all ears, but we're not charging for meats. We're not highlighting individual moderators. It's not about the person holding the community. By all means, people are going to show you a lot of respect because you're gathering them. But you want to highlight the other people, you know. Yeah, it's not about you. You don't it's see not, posts from me on Street Meet DC, but you're gonna see posts from the people in the community. Like mm -hmm. we we had we had some we had somebody reach out um, a while ago from another city. I won't say where. Um, and it was like he threw the word alliance, which every time I see the word alliance, I always see like those those fucking Insta meet the, cringe. The, the 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 like the they're always called like creative Something. collector uh, creative. Uh, something creative Insta page or some shit where it's like just a, a super hype beast feature it's, page. It's all it is. Listing of list of moderators. And all it does is just show. Oh, today's shot selected by at of at, and then the the person that they select is usually already towards like the it's, uh, towards the it's bottom. Buried. Right. And then and then after underneath all that bullshit is a bunch of little stupid ass little fucking bullets, <laughs> yeah, bullets. moderated by at, at 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 and it's like fucking ten people on one it's fucking post every post and yeah. then tag us with your features uh, alliances with at 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 and I'm like dude what the fuck this is so much fucking information I'm not gonna go through all this bullshit if it's a good picture okay I'll like it yeah. but I'd rather give the like to the original creator than your stupid ass fucking feature page. That's what I always do. I always go to the original person. I like to call it a difference of opinions. Yeah, <laughs> a I, difference I, of ideologies. Yeah. yeah, I think I think everybody's like trying to grow their influence and, and grow their their, I mean, their viewership and their followers. It's just you know it, it's not so much it's not so, it's not that they're doing a bad thing. They're creating content. They're doing. Yeah. They have their goal. That's fine. Do your thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just I just want to make it clear that if, if if whoever's listening and if they have the idea to do something like what we're doing. As I want to make it clear, is that there's no real personal gain from this shit. Like, there's really, yeah. don't put, don't put all that useless information. Just feature the artist and keep it going. Mm -hmm. Like, and then that's we're working on a way to create gain for people who either lead cities well, or obviously, are, are yeah. long, our large yeah. time, our long time participants in the communities. Uh, we notice and we keep hearing because I, I was just down in Miami for a week and people are like, oh, you're like an agency. Oh my god, you could staff a bunch of photography jobs. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but then, you know, what am I do? Just give everyone else jobs and not give myself one of these jobs? <laughs> I don't want to look selfish and take a lot of these jobs, yeah. but I would rather them know to come to street meet that they can come to a house and have all kinds of styles. That would available. be tight, though. That mm. would be tight. So we can talk oh, offline yeah. about that because I've been working on some paperwork for that. Yeah, that would you be know, tight. Can, I like the way you think, guys. <laughs> yeah, that would be it's, tight. it's something. We yeah. have we have a, we have something that we feel that would benefit not just the DC community but the greater Washington State area, the Los Angeles community, and the others. If you have a street meet name and you haven't talked to Street Meet DC, cool. We want to see you grow, but we will have a conversation at some point because we want to make sure that the ideologies align and that we just want a community. We just yeah. want a, we want a national community. I want to be able to go to Boston and say, "Yo, Street Meet Boston, I'm in town for the weekend. Who has time to go shoot?" Yeah. Exactly. Street Meet Boss. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Street Meet Miami. Come meet me. I want to go have a shoot. Let's go to Winwood and have I, at least I, a couple of photographers. I hop on the bus for Street Meet Boss. Shit. I, how, long, how long is the ride there? Like eight hours? Seven I, hours? I have no hour flight, though, if you want to go real bad. It's like $500. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not affordable. <laughs> <laughs> that. yeah. <It's> stupid. <laughs>
But yeah, so and, to answer the question, that's kind of like. Hey, oh, cool. Yeah, let's not forget about the gallery. We, 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 oh my yeah, god, yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. biggest, the about, biggest, the biggest event. I want to hear about that. So the the first gallery was a huge success. In our eyes, at least. In, in, in our eyes. Sure, it looked like it to my eyes. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude, we had no, no, we had at least like three hundred or some people like filter through in and out all yeah, day. Throughout the day. And um, you know when we were when we were coming up with the idea for the gallery, I was like, God, I don't want to do because we 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 had got the lot. We 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 found the lot. We were able to get it. We were able to book it for the day that we wanted to do it. And it was perfect space, but it's big. It was big as shit. 20,000 square feet. It, it's a big... How much? 20,000 square feet. On average. It was an estimated 20,000. It it, essentially, it was an old strip mall that got torn down because it's going to be remodeled. It's a, it, was the, it, was the, it was like a cross street from the Mathematica building? No. no we were down Rhode Island Avenue across the street from a firehouse. Like, is that, Not is the sub place. Is, is, is that Noma? No. no. Uh, no, Rhode Island Avenue. If you got off of the metro station, you just went up Rhode Island... We're about oh, you're half way a mile up there. Not yeah. even like it was a ten minute walk, I think, from that. Yeah, it's like four or five blocks. Like up yeah. there by the Home Depot and stuff. Yes, right behind yeah. the Home Depot. We're like yeah. two blocks away from the Home Depot. Okay. Yep. Okay. So we were like in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like it wasn't like That's the nice so... Yeah, but we I mean Yeah, no, I mean we were I, I saw the big ass space and I was like, What the fuck are we gonna do to fill this up? And then that's what I was like then I came up with the idea of just getting some pallets. because they're free. Yeah. You you can get pallets for free. Get some pallets. Do something with them, build some wall. Cause I was at the time, I was really on, really, really heavy on Pinterest. Cause I was like, I was, I was, I was doing some work around this house or whatever, trying to come up with some ideas. And I saw some like pallet walls, and I was like, okay, well, shit, we could probably do something like that. Build some, build some, uh, build some sets, put them around, and then I was like, okay, well, people are gonna want to move it because of the sunlight. So I put some, some wheels on that on bitch. That. So we so that way it's a movable photo photo backdrop that you can modular. That's yeah. the word I like to use, and. Um, so yeah, we felt we got like seven of those. A U-Haul truck, <laughs> and, uh, and then we had so we had to get a U-Haul truck for all that. That the U-Haul truck once it got empty turned into a, a whole prop, fo- the yeah. prop in itself. That's my favorite part: is balloons, <laughs> yeah. and bicycles. I was like, oh, this is dope. Yeah. So we, we so we were trying to still incorporate the idea of a street meet into a gallery. So it turned into this whatever I I I'm still I still don't know what the word is, but it's turning into something else where it's not just a gallery because yeah. with the gallery what we wanted to feature too or showcase is not just your typical monument photography, like you know we, we there was a couple that were in there but they were different from different yeah, different perspectives that we had never seen yeah. and really good edits, and that's what that's what we were trying to showcase with the gallery that was number one priority is to showcase a totally different thing and then second was how do we keep people here. Instead of just walking through the pictures and then dipping, so then that's why we come over to see photos, <laughs> printed, and shoot photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a good combination. To me. Yeah, and a, a big part of it, and I think the driving force between our goal for this year is to continue the public art version of it. A lot of people that went to the gallery don't know is that after the gallery was over, those photos stayed up for almost eight weeks. Mm-hmm. That's so, a long time. So people yeah. that were in the neighborhood yeah, got to see art. I mean, you know, art in our perspective. <laughs> But essentially, they got free art. They didn't have to go into the city. They didn't have to go pay to go see a gallery or yeah. exhibition. Yep. It was free for the community. Yep. Uh, and that's and it's free. Ex- I mean, I hate to use it, but it's free exposure for the photographers, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, no, don't hate to say that. <laughs> I mean, exposure dollars, man, can't yeah. pay bills with them. Yeah. But it essentially, is, it was a highlighting the local talent of the local artwork. Uh, we also did have some, you know, photos. I think one or two of them were out of the region. We want to highlight. The creative talent that's in the DMV showing the DMV as a whole because I think we always come back to this is when you think of Washington DC people tell you the capitals and the monuments 
and, politics. and a lot of the gentrification that goes on around here. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm a transplant, and coming from Miami, I'm already used to foreign money changing the way your city looks. And the culture down there is kind of like, screw it, let them have whatever they want. Right. We'll support it, you know, no matter the traffic. Here, man, they fucking fight here, for you guys shit. Fight, for yeah. your, fight for your culture, and it, I, it's inspiring. <laughs> and I think for me, that was like, that's what a public gallery has to be. Mm-hmm. It has to highlight a part of the city, and to be honest, Rhode Island Avenue, where it was, is not looked upon with the greatest uh, enthusiasm. But we put a gallery in that space. And let's not forget, too, minorities. My, like, I hate the word minority, but... We, we, we try diverse. to. We try. I don't we think try. We're we, minority no more. Bro. <laughs> no, we, no, we're, we're taking, not. We're taking over. Yeah. we are a diverse collective of creatives. Let's, let's let's say that. that that's yeah. about as PC as we so, can get. Someone, but you so, get what, you get someone what the told us something at the DC Funk Parade. Was like, oh, you guys always have all the people of color at your meets. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of. Why aren't they going to the other ones? It's very Question true. mark. It's very, very, very. No disrespect. Listen, we all have communities that we want to be a part of. And people have communities that they want to foster. Some you can't relate to. That's all it is. That's all it is. And that's okay. Yeah. yeah I know people okay. don't relate to us. Yeah. Believe me, I get it. I can understand. There's people like me who relate to all of them. <laughs> exactly. And you get like, more oh, opportunities yeah. to create. I mm-hmm. fucking love all of them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I haven't been to Portrait Meet yet. Sorry, guys. But I'll make it out soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when people say, oh my God, you guys are like those other groups. I'm like, kind of in a sense that it's an opportunity to go oh, create I correct everyone on the spot <laughs> yeah I mean no, I, they are not the same I don't want to come off bitter I, I acknowledge the fact that yes it's a it's a community meet where you have the opportunity to create and that's I think where the gener- I think that's where the consensus of what all these meets whether it's yeah. IGDC, walk you go to any of them. There's gonna be a lot of people with cameras. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. (laughs) Now, whether or not you can hang out with these people, that's a a different thing. Maybe, maybe not. Your your friendship may or may not. In either in either in either case, no matter what, no matter how, if we try to sit here and and slice it different ways, no matter what, they are all welcoming. Yeah, no matter, no matter, sure. You know, you know what I mean. And that's and that's you know that's something that I've learned that is very unique to this area. The, the the meat culture here is very unique to this area. Other states are doing it now. You know yeah. they they because they got they they've been here, and they see what we're doing here. Doesn't as 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 the whole area as a, as a whole. They see what we're doing here, and not this doesn't exist everywhere. Which is you know no, that's that, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that and that's weird to me because like why not? Why doesn't why doesn't this? And then again, this is why we started. Why we started? Because I was like, why not? Why doesn't this? Why don't I just start it? Why don't we just do yeah. this? And then, and then of course, we get there's a bunch of other people doing the same thing now, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not other people have the same luxury that we have, which is weird. Most people don't have the luxury no. we have. Yeah. Like around here on any given weekend, you could pick. Which, oh yeah. Which yeah. one you gonna go <laughs> yeah. to? Yeah. What do you want to do? Let's just sit down and decide which one we're gonna go to. You go to another city like Pittsburgh or whoever. You yeah, know, they yeah. only have one, and it's only once a month. There, and you know, it's just like. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was doing, I went down to Miami and I tried to find a photography group and they mm-hmm. only do one about once a quarter. I'm yeah. like, man, what, you so, can only get dude, together once a quarter. Did it really show out? Yeah, <laughs> man. And well, you know, Miami, holla at me. And that, and that, and that, was, and that was a problem that I that I had when I before I even started this. I was like, I was looking, I was fucking looking, Meetup.com and all that bullshit. Bathroom break. Yeah, man, upstairs. Sorry, you oh, you got no, yeah, I've been ahead. holding it for ten minutes. Oh, by all means, man, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like, slow, so, so this is this is one of the this is one of the downfalls of having a drink meat podcast. Your bladder <laughs> gets full. <laughs> and it, there you go. <laughs> take a shot. Shit. We'll Listen, up if you're watching on the video or you're listening to us and you are interested in supporting the drink meat podcast, 
uh, reach out to us. We are looking for um, sponsorship partnerships. Uh, we are looking to highlight local breweries, local distilleries, local anything. Businesses, um, local anything. If it's cool, we want to hear yeah, about it. If it's something that we think the community that would the photography community would be a part of, uh, we would definitely enjoy um, highlighting you guys. So if you're watching us, we're about to get out of a blackout because both of our cameras went out. So those of you <laughs> listening are like, what are these assholes waiting around for? <laughs> but yeah, no, if you're passionate about something that, that you're working on or something that... Top button by the viewfinder. On, on the side, back. on the back, above the screen, to the right of the where you look through, to the left of the screen, oh, top left of the screen. I got it. <laughs> I don't know if there's there we go. Yeah. That's going. That's good. Nope, not working. That one's off. Okay, is the battery done? No, it should not be. So, uh, so yeah, everyone listening, <laughs> we are a work in progress. This is episode number two. We thank you for listening. Um. If you have any topics you want us to cover, if you have any photographers or creatives that you want us to come and speak with that you think would be great hanging out, having a drink with, and uh, sharing their experiences, send us an email at uh, info at streetmeetdc. Uh, we're always open. Um, we may not always respond. We may not necessarily agree with some ideas, but we're not shooting them down. We're just trying to pick and choose what works for the community. Uh, the way I like to view it is we're stewards. Uh, we yeah. can only, you know guarantee so much and we can only help so much uh your help is greatly necessary streetmeetdc.com backslash shop pick up a classic tea or the bar tea yeah uh, we'll have logos and stuff we're gonna coming have all kinds of shit there soon yeah, yeah i'm working on stuff just to fund these projects fund these art projects that's really it yeah. we're not out here trying to get rich we just want to we just want to um, we just want to make sure the art is shared with everybody yeah and um, again like I, like I was saying earlier like if you if you're if you're from around here and you got like a cool idea or you're an owner of something cool or a cool brewery and you're passionate about it, we want to hear about it. We, yeah. let's, talk, let's sit down and talk about it. Let's have, let's have, some, let's have some drinks, talk about it. And we want, to, we want to know more about what everybody's doing out here. And this is why we're doing, this is why we're doing conversations. We're mm-hmm, trying to, mm-hmm. you know, not just do fucking Instagram posts all day and like, oh, thank you so much for inviting me with some, you know, really good picture. And yeah. it's, that's not as... We'll, not, we'll come to your event personal. if you want us there. Yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> What's up, DC Brown? Let's get some free beers. No, I'm just nah, kidding. <laughs> um, so, uh, real quick, Juliet, I, I, I want to know what it was like for you that moment you recognized that I support myself through the creativity. Because essentially, yes, photography can be very technical, but in the end, you do get to be creative for your income. Yeah. What was that moment like for you when you realized, oh, shit, I get to do this? I was emotional. Really? Yeah, it was very so, emotional. Do you want do Do you mind expanding a little bit? Not on at it? all. I don't mind. I don't mind at all. Um, I was in the middle of a very long, extensive product shot list, and I don't care to do product photography. Really, I'm grateful that it's gotten me as far as I am, mm-hmm. but I don't love it. As far as like the product on a white background, yeah, like the, the creative still lifes. That's a whole other aspect. I love that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was in the middle of that. I've just gotten. I, well, I guess I was like probably like eighty percent done, and um, the the cat uh, I, I got handed a catalog. It was an eighty plus page catalog full of my work. Wow! And when I saw that, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> Is that when like the heart swelled up and like, emotion came yeah, out of you? I was like, I was like, okay, I'm no longer like. Yeah. I you know like you know when people ask you like, you're a photographer like yeah I'm a photographer you know <laughs> it was like nah like. I'm a this photog- my shit. Yeah, like, I'm a photographer. <laughs> like, you see I that do shit this. you ordering from? All those pictures. Yeah, like I do this. <laughs> like, 
So, yeah, it was very emotional. I was extremely grateful. I was proud of myself. Um, did you go home with your chest off raised when you saw your dad? A little bit, Pops, yeah. look at this. Yeah, a little I bit. I did this. Until he was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> He's like, let me know when you get in the Macy's catalog. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm joking. He, he, knew, I, he knew I was working my ass off. And That's he, good. That's he good. had a lot of respect for it. So, it was great. Yeah, that was when I really knew. Like, I was like, there's no like turning back now. Like, okay. I, I don't have to turn back now. Yeah, but up until then, it was kind of like uh, it's working still. <laughs> I don't know how long this is gonna work out, but yeah. Um, but yeah. So right. and also just going from a freelancer to like retainer, yeah. Or going from freelancing to commercial, like full commercial, I was like, oh, I'm. I guess I can't. I can't fake on the term now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I am a photographer. You know, this right. is, this yeah, is, if you're gonna pay for it, you're doing that's that's it. I, used to, I I've always hated that though. Like, what? if you get paid to do something, you're a professional. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. A lot of people get paid to cut the grass, but they're not professional grass. True, cutters. like you know True. what I mean. Like, good analogy, yeah. like you could you could cut someone's front lawn here in DC, but that doesn't mean you can cut the grass at the Masters pro golf tournament yeah. like, there's yeah. a big difference it's not between a professional being a, yeah. yeah it's yeah. not professional cut neighborhood grass which I don't see you cutting these, uh, an Audi field real quick right yeah. right right those are groundskeepers that's a yeah it's a craft it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a craft they know their grasses they know, they, they know how to get the John Deere at the right level <laughs> yeah exactly shit these motherfuckers already got grass down to a science how it grows how, mm-hmm, what kind of grass mm-hmm. there we go that's that nice crack that's that frosty <laughs> beverage for adults yeah um, but yeah, yeah. Anything else that we have on the story? Anybody ask? Oh, yeah. Good questions? Let's see here. We got... So are you the plug now for commercial photography? <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I, um... So don't be DMing him asking him for a job. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Are you so, get, uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You, you I was going to say, I'm happy to find an assistant, editors. That was what I was alluding um, to. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm all ears for that. Obviously, you got to be like decent. But I also, I would hope that we could learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Which is always great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always. That's always so if necessary. you are interested in finding, you know, a way to pay it forward, um, apprenticing, uh, interning, or just being an assistant, while it may not be the most glorious thing, I for one can attest that it is. What you learn and what you gain from the amount of work you're putting in, I think, pales in comparison. Because, like you mentioned, you went to uh, James. Is his name? Yep. James Jackson. James Jackson. You, you. I guess you said you assisted him, and you interned, oh, yeah. interned with him. Would be a nice way to say it. Yeah. And would you say that the work you did during that time is less than the amount of knowledge you picked up, or is like it was it equal? Uh, was it worth your time? Maybe that's absolutely. A way. I would, I would, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would do it again tomorrow. All right. <laughs> it was definitely worth. Hey, holla at me, James Jackson. I'm trying to get in the game too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was definitely. I got sturdy worth, hands. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It was definitely worth my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you could put a dollar amount on that. Like yeah. people pay four years of college to learn some of that stuff. You True. Know? Like, still they come out. Yeah, I learned it. I learned like a month after degree in. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I learned a, a ton in nine months. Um, yeah, and the only reason I stopped is because my work picked up. Okay. Uh, I would have kept doing it. Yeah. Gladly. Yeah. Like we still work together here and there. Um, we have a shoot together on Tuesday. Like okay. at the studio where I'm gonna be assisting him and. Nice. You know, we still get it in. Like, we, yeah. we be getting busy. Like, we do this. Um, and it's like, when you create a relationship like that, like, why would you ever stop? Like, mm-hmm. you know, why would you... I don't think either of us are ever going to be too big to work with each other. He, I've, he, I've, I, he has brought me on and his assistant. I've brought him on as my assistant. It's a very... Like, there's probably, like, 20 
revolutions of the sun between our age. True. But like we have a mutual respect for each other mm-hmm. and we are always open to help each other or I could just text That's them. That's good a, shit. Yeah, text mm-hmm. them a photo like how does this edit look or you know. So it's now more of a mutual relationship than uh, you looking to gain knowledge from him. I think I still learn. Well, yeah, because he I teach him a lot about lighting, like artificial okay. lighting. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm able to show him a lot of that. Um, so yeah, I guess it's a mutual. Yeah, we're friends, bro. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. We're, yeah. we're homies. Like you know, like he's one of my best friends. Like okay, okay. and even if it's not for talking for you later, I can still talk. You know, like he's good. one of my best friends. So would you say that? People that you have good friendships with, are they all creatives or majority creatives or how does it majority, work out for you? Majority, majority creatives? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would think of like my closest people besides my parents is like my girlfriend, James, Mike. Oh, shout out to Birch too, man. She's, she's phenomenal. She, she, <laughs> she is a great photographer. Too. She is. So What's her schedule look like? <laughs> I want to talk with her too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, might get her on yeah. here too. Shit. Shout out to Birch <laughs> at, at B-I-R-C-H. That's my girlfriend. She's amazing. So don't she, go slide in no goddamn DMs. <laughs> yeah. Nah, slide Unless it's work related. Yeah, do, yeah, do what you want. Good luck with that. But like, yeah, do what you want. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, man, like Birch, Mike, Sam, uh, James, like those are the top four off the top of my head. Like Flynn, yeah. Sorry if I'm forgetting you, Jerry. Jerry, they're yeah. all these yeah, are all know, creative, man. you know, videographers, reporters, photographers, like everyone I just named. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like they all do that. So I guess yeah. I'm, Most of your friends are, in the but I think that's kind of like how I wanted it. You know, mm-hmm. that's, I, yeah, not, that's not an accident. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Like I you want, attract the you attract the people you want. Yeah, and you know only certain people can relate to that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm close to people who aren't creatives, but I think like the daily contact, mm-hmm. you know, creative individuals. Yeah, like if you look at my inbox history or my phone hit call history, it's mostly them. <laughs> True. Okay. Okay. I guess uh, another thing, I guess because I I know I know people want to know what so what was a because I'm sure people want to see the progression of. Oh equipment. yeah. So what did, what did what did you start out with? Camera? Yeah. Sony A6000. I bought it used. Well, it was... Um, 6000? A6000, yes. Damn. Yeah. With you the got kit, like the 6500 60, now coming yeah, out? Yeah, man. yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Goddamn. Okay. 6000. Yeah. It, um, it was bought and returned to a Best Buy. So then I got it marked down like 200 bucks or something like that. It was still brand new. And got a good deal and it got a... I remember I bought like a battery and an SD card and I was like, fuck, this is a lot of money. Little <laughs> <laughs> did you know. Huh? Like, I had no idea what the, what the future held. It wasn't a business expense at the time. No, <laughs> it was not. And um, yeah, I remember I had saved up a bunch of money to fix the brakes on my car. True. And my, cause my car, it was so, I love that car. It was my first car. It served a purpose. But at the time it was like, the brakes were so bad, bro. You like, I would be riding and like hit the brakes, and the whole car would shake. Ooh. And I was just like, I gotta get this. <laughs> so, so I saved up a bunch of money, and this is when I was working like big sporting goods, like just like cheap hourly. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you guys who still do that. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm not there anymore. Um, but I was there. I was there, and yeah. I totally understand. No, nah, man, you need that to be humble. Stay humble. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Never forget where you came from. If you've yeah. never worked a retail job or a service industry service job, service job, yeah, I you, really recommend that you do because yeah. you'll, be, <laughs> yeah. you'll yeah. learn how to show a little more respect to a people. A thousand percent. Yeah, a thousand percent. Shit, I used to work at Circuit City. Yeah, Woo! that's yeah. A, that's that's old. It'll <laughs> it'll change your perspective yeah. on whoever is helping you in mm-hmm. the, in, when you're in your mm-hmm. retail experience. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I saved up a bunch of money for that to fix the car, and then I saw 
on BestBuy.com. Uh, so after I went to the first street meet, I mm-hmm. met a guy named Tim. Mm-hmm. And Tim had a Sony A7R2, I remember at the time. And at the time, that was the biggest, baddest camera Sony mm-hmm. had made. There was mm-hmm. no A9, there was no A7R3. Yeah. The A7R2 was the king of the hill. Yep. And I remember, I was, he was like, you should get the A6000, you know? And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Gotta fix my bricks, bro. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right. He's like, no, that's the camera for you. I was like, okay. So then I went on BestBuy.com and I saw there was one, there was like one camera in the whole nation that was like discounted to a price that I could like imagine me affording. <laughs> and I went to my local Best Buy and I was like, yo, A6000? He was like, yeah, we got one. He's like, we got an open box one. And I was like, how much is that? He's like, it's four fifty. Oh, that's not bad. And I but was, I, I'm sure that's that, 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 your brakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, I was like, you sure it's in this store? He's like, yeah, it's in the back. I saw it earlier. And I was like, are you sure? Because there's only like one in the country in your whole system online. And I just want to make sure. He's like, I'll show it to you right now. So say less. Yeah, he brought, he brought it out, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> I had all that cash in my pocket. Oh, yeah, that shit was just burning. In I had all the way to the body shop or something? Bro, I don't know where I was going, but I should have definitely, like, I don't know. And I remember my mom was there, and I was like, I'm about to buy this camera. And she was like, you about to do what? Like, she was like, what, what about you your... doing with that camera? Yeah, she was, like, she was like, what about your car? I was like, I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. Like, <laughs> I remember she she looked me in my eyes. She was like, "Okay, but don't ask me for no money. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come back asking for no money. Like you do what you do." But I was like, "Sheesh, okay." Bought the camera, and I got a new car now. So it worked out. (laughs) It worked out. Your mom's probably at home like, "Thank God that worked out." (laughs) (laughs) Your father would have killed me if I told him. So did you? Did you get any like specific lenses for it later down the road, or? I got a, um, this is a good story. Fuck, I got some good stories. <laughs> so we want you here, man. Yeah, thanks for giving me the platform to share. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, this is for you, guy. <laughs> so I, I got the uh, the kit lens, the 16 to 55, I think it was. Mm-hmm. It didn't open, it opened up to like 3.5 or something. Uh, some variable aperture. If you zoomed in to 70 millimeters, it was like, like five, seven, five, six, <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's like pure kit lens. Why is it so dark? Yeah, yeah, pure kit lens. Where's that blurry um, background? And, and then I remember one of my friends, Devin, shout out to Devin. He, uh, he was like on his rap game back then and he wanted to make a music video. Yeah. And I remember I kind of just like talked to him and I was like, yo, you know, like, I'm happy to shoot the video, but, you know, we really need like a prime lens, like, get to get that feel, yeah. you know? And he was like, okay, okay. Oh, you, you finesse him for a lens? So I, 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 I no, 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 I didn't finesse him, I didn't finesse him. Uh, like, he's, like, he's my boy, we're not, we're not uh, it's not like that. But um, I was more so like, you know, like, if you invest in the production, you know what I'm saying, like, we could really get it popping. And he was like, all right, show me what you mean. So I just, like anybody else... I went to hashtag 50mm 1.8. And I was like, see? 50-50. Yeah, the, the nifty 50. Yeah, I was like, the nifty 50. I was like, see the, 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 the bokeh and the depth of field? He was like, oh, yeah, we need that. He was like, need that. how much is the lens? I was like, yo, I think it's like $300 or something like that. And he was like, shit, I'll throw 50 on it. I was like, bet. Let's go, hey, let's go to Best Buy right now. Like, yeah, and then I got the prime lens, and that was my first prime lens. And then I really, like, really fell in love with photography. Oh, hell yeah. Once you get the, the, the blurry black background. Yeah, that, like that the, is the bokeh uh, on that bitch. All I cared about prior to that was like long exposures and mm-hmm. stuff. And from, like, from the first stuff I shot. Like long exposures and sunbursts. That's all mm-hmm. I did. I was all about like the visual effects. I was nowhere near storytelling yet. Mm-hmm. I, it was just like right. visual effects. Like how do I make it look, you know, 
whatever. Yeah. Like get the water of the, the waterfall looking like milky or the, mm-hmm. the streak of the car lights or stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I got that and I was like, whoa, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was amazing. Do you still find yourself asking what's next and what you can do with photography? <sighs> yeah, man. Uh, definitely. Uh, one of the things I'm trying to wrap my head around now is a, is a photo series on consciousness. Trying to get, uh, hmm. trying to motivate people to be more conscious, and then elaborate on that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, I'm learning from my past experiences of when you're when you're when you're not in tune with your consciousness or your subconscious, you're more likely to make the wrong decision. Okay. And I did that when I went to college. I just went to college because on my like that's what you do after high school is you go right. to college and. I picked a major that didn't really interest me and I forced myself to study it and then I dropped out (laughs) and I was like, I was all miserable, like, oh, I'm a failure, oh, all this shit that like when you're 21 you think matters, but like... (laughs) You're just 21. You're not drinking steel reserves no more. I was like, I was 21. Like you have a lot, I had a lot of life to, a lot of life to live. And, um, I kind of just chalk it up. It's like, I wasn't in tune with what I really wanted to do. I didn't give myself a chance to figure out what I really want to do with my life. Um, so I just think like if more people are in tune with their consciousness, they make better decisions. If, a mass of people start making better decisions for themselves and we cut down on a lot of the negativity in the world like fucking starving and and wars Mm -hmm. and all this like extra negative energy that's like not by design you know like Mm -hmm. not every day is gonna be sunny just because you quit your job and be a photographer but it's a little bit better than what it was before (laughs) so yeah you know that's basically what I'm trying to accomplish so how how would you go about that story time with photography so at at the moment I'm looking at like maybe like a photo series of like 12 to 15 photos mm-hmm. um, that probably depict lack of consciousness. Mm-hmm. So then that gets the viewer, I intend to get the viewer to say, she's not paying attention or, or he's re- like, he's doing the wrong thing. He should obviously do this. Right. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you're watching. So in, in my, in my, in my mind, it would be, you'd walk in, you see the first photo and by the 15th photo, you've kind of just walked through a movie mm-hmm. and then it's like, what should the hero do? Mm. In the movie, if you're writing the movie, like if your life was a movie, what would the what would you want the hero to do next? So okay. Everything opposite I did in my twenties. Okay, so yeah, it's like, okay, so do that. Like, yeah, 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 like do that because this is yeah. your movie. What would the hero do next? All right, stop fucking around and do what the hero should do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I see. What, yeah, okay. Quit, quit complaining it. about the Ross. And, and just like you know send it yeah like send just, that shit just do like, what you gotta do do what you gotta do what would the hero do next right so that was what I would try to do over like 10 to 15 photos nice I have a couple of ideas in mind like maybe like 3 or 4 um so yeah. that's good that's good that is good right. shit I could see that that'd be cool that'd be cool to see actually well, you let us know when you open the gallery we'll be I'm gonna host it at the, yeah I'll, I'll probably host it at the studio or have a little event show party or whatever people over and you know you guys are welcome obviously appreciate that oh, I appreciate hope so that. <laughs> <laughs> <This guy. laughs> yeah. no I, I know that's something I really want to check out because I, I am in the process of trying to be more into um, more events mm-hmm. like going to more events mm-hmm. I've been I've, I've for some reason I've like closeted myself and I haven't really been out that it happens that, <laughs> yeah. yeah it happens and now I'm trying to get back into this shit and like really try to learn this shit and like your you, what well, your your idea is interesting because 
it's something it's it's a story through pictures mm-hmm. through photography mm-hmm. and not many people do that a lot yeah. of people just post just, well it's, it's just not easy that's why people yeah, don't do it exactly know? it's not easy but if you care enough you'll do it and it's not yeah. gonna be a chore <laughs> yeah and I, I think like uh, doing all the product photography like being alone in the studio mm-hmm. and like a product in a white background forced me to think about what am I trying to do with this like is this is this so is this enough for me like the product photography mm-hmm. get a check lifestyle is that enough for me no okay what else do you want to do mm-hmm. like when it's all said and done what do you want to be remembered for 30,000 catalogs or like making an impression on the way people see the world right and I'm like maybe some combination of both <clears throat> so that's where I'm now trying to like create towards my life's work in a sense that's what you're saying you know, yeah. I mean, you want to be known for not you don't want to be known on how you paid your bills you want to know how you made other people felt with, yeah. with your work it's like I think like you know as far as photography goes and your creative eye some people have it some people don't some people adopt it from other photographers which is fine but if you've got it it's my opinion that you should do more with it than just make some money mm. that's know? interesting like it's, I think it's way more, it's deeper than that there's more to it than just Okay, now I can get paid to do this. Like, th- that's cool. You know, yeah. get get your money. It's nice to like, get paid. Right? Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, get your money. But like, yeah. what are you giving back to the craft? Right. The craft found mm-hmm. you. It's like now, what are you giving back to photography? That's what you're right. saying. It's like it's like whenever you hear about like the those old school photographers from like the eighties or seventies, mm-hmm. uh, even like uh, what's her name, Vivian Meyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, a beast. <clears throat> dog, I have her book. She's a beast. I have her fucking and, book, and, and she didn't and even share her stuff. She didn't share her stuff. Yeah, but then it got out. And you look at her pictures and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. This is street photography at its peak. Yeah. And to be able to do something like that, that's that's what that's to me what photography means is like to be able to create something and you're like and people will be like, Oh damn, this is cool. I like you look at you look at a picture and you're like, There's something here. I gotta think now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your brain is like working in the yeah. in a million different ways and like, okay, I don't know what this picture is, but it's, I like it. Like your brain is just telling you I like it. And you're looking at it, and if you're if you're just like if you're in it to just make money, you're gonna just take the picture of the thing, mm-hmm. and then your brain just registers it at, as the thing, and then oh this is cool, this is just the thing, and then you move forward. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So like well, like what you were saying is like what are you what are you leaving with your photography? Like what is it that you're doing? That's something that you know that every every photographer if they're any you know if they are passionate about it should try to at least have in the back of their head like what am I doing yeah what am I and doing? I think it takes like it takes time to get there <clears throat> of course it does you know like some people can and I think a lot of that comes with age too and yeah. also and also just like just all all over experience yeah it, it comes with experience and if you're if you've been shooting for five years and you don't feel that way dude that's that's fine mm-hmm. it's early on yeah mm-hmm. dude five years is nothing like mm-hmm. you know do your thing I'm there I'm at but the five I'm, I'm just like I'm at a point where it's now it's like man photography changed my life like mm-hmm. from Dick Sporting Goods to self-employed, like, yeah. if, I was a cashier at Dick Sporting, you know, like, and now I'm, like, flying across the country. Which is funny, because, like, like you, you could almost say that's almost like, um, like, the, the similar trajectory for, of, a, of a college student. They do school for four years. I mean, yeah, a lot of the people But you got I, paid throughout the whole fucking time. Yeah, a lot of the people that I was being cashiers with were, like, in college, and I was just, like, not. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, but, like, I'll figure it out, yeah. you know, and now I'm like, man, like. I would have never, I never saw this coming. Like photography or the success. Yeah, that's awesome. It has exceeded my expectations like 10 times over. And I'm extremely grateful 
but now I'm just like, all right, what am I going to do for other people? Like, you know, like my friend had his photo on his wall. I saw it, got inspired. Now, like, what am I, what else am I doing? What's that photo going to, what's your photo going to be like for the next generation? What's that one picture that's going to inspire the next Julian? I find myself myself kind of like in a, in a, in a weird situation because in my personal photography life, I'm still young. I got five years under my belt. Yeah. And I know I have good work. I know I have improvable work. But at the same time, in the last four years, what we've done with Street Meet DC is we've, I feel like we've given a lot to photography in the sense that we've provided for others to yeah. find that within themselves, yeah. if they like it or not, or just to get some profile photos or whatever. So it's like, man, where's that middle ground? Because I feel like I'm still beginning. I mean, I had decent photography, I think. But I also feel like I've we've given, in a sense, like, where's that middle for me? And it's not just the money, but it's like that purpose. Mm. And I, I, you know, I like to travel. I like to take travel photography. I like to see like the local communities. And I feel like my favorite photographer or photographs that I have are always of those intimate moments where you're like at the food market and it's like the yeah. lady at the corner. Yeah. So like I have an interesting take on that when it comes to like finding a purpose. Mm-hmm. You said, um, one of my one of my favorite things to do is when I'm looking or trying to rediscover my purpose. I should say is just take photos. And remove yourself of the weight of it has to be composed perfectly or it has to be exposed perfectly. Like, just just take as many photos as you can Mm -hmm. and do that for, like, a month. And I guarantee if you look back at your favorite 10 or 15 photos of that month, they will have a consistency. Mm. They will have some sort of pattern. And then through that pattern, you will then kind of get a hint at your purpose but or, that or, niche is or yeah like it's like it's like not on. not trying to get like too spiritual but no, like, yeah. no, it's, it's like just, it's get like, as spiritual as you want man we can handle it it's like so like it's like we are the universe the universe is us right mm-hmm. so then you become a creator but like there's the ultimate creator you can call it whatever you yeah. want i don't know but like it's the creator creating through you and then revealing itself to you in the in, I see this, that. in this series okay. of photos i follow you and then it's like oh like each photo has repetition or or depth of field or or whatever you know and if you really start to like pay attention like take notes and do that for a couple months like you'll pick up on it interesting I gotta get my roles of film developed now yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's what I focus on when I take photos like is this worth me you know not me I say wasting but using a frame yeah I wouldn't worry about it because like the the the, my wallet yeah I was about to say the 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 pockets feel some different (laughs) way okay but But digitally I get what you're saying if I'm shooting on my digital camera but even even if it is shooting on film because I think we get a different there's a different emotional reaction to shooting on film Mm -hmm. oh man Um, the shutter button is so heavy when you shoot on film yeah (laughs) and and, and the weight you feel like I'm I'm about to take this picture like whatever you decided to take the pictures of whatever Mm -hmm. at the end of the day like no I'm not going to shoot that one I'm going to shoot this one okay cool whatever the collection of those photos look like in in the in the information you receive from reviewing them with intention of finding your underlying purpose many times outweighs the cost of the role 100 percent. yeah so it's like that. if that's what you're looking for yeah if you look for it yeah if you look for it, yeah. you look for it you're, right. it's not going to jump off the screen at you right. probably right. it's probably not going right. to jump off the screen but if you decide to look at it and mm-hmm. shoot with that intention that eleven dollar roll of film means nothing. Oh, of course, if, if, yeah. you, if you get that like, if you find that one photo in that roll of film that touches you, then it, it's a successful roll of film. Yeah, or, Man, or, or we, should look, put, we should put this advice through a paywall or something right here. This uh, right here. <laughs> <laughs> no man, no more barriers. barriers. <laughs> no more barriers. So that's maybe something I wanted to talk about. Maybe we could talk about that together real quick. Is yeah, what kind of barriers did you find when you started out with photography? 
Because uh, the way I so I guess to let me frame it a little better is the way I see it is when I started photography, I was living in Miami at the time. I didn't have nobody to shoot with. Yeah. I didn't know any models. All I knew was models cost money. Yeah. I didn't have photo studios because I knew that cost money. All I had was yeah. a sixty D of fifty one point eight and a eighteen to one thirty five. Yeah, I didn't give a shit about none of that. No. Like, I didn't care about... You had no barriers to yourself. The only barrier was me. Okay. It was... Did... Was I going to convince myself to go get on the Metro? Okay. Excuse me. Like, there was no... I gotta pay a model. I didn't give... I didn't care about any of that. It was just... Was I gonna decide to hop in the car and drive to wherever? Or am I gonna get on the Metro and go to wherever? That was the only barrier that I really considered and then when you do that enough times you're probably going to make some new friends and you're going you're gonna to make some new friends and they're going to go be shooting and you're mm-hmm. going to go shoot with them so then the barriers get removed yeah it's like when you have a friend that's going to go that's going to be there anyway you're probably more likely to go Join if them. you're free you know mm-hmm. you don't have to work or something um so then the barriers got removed by my habit of going out of being willing to do it all right, all right. You know, so it's like... You broke down the internal barriers then. Yeah, it was, it was that, all that, internal. It the was barrier internal. was internal for you. It was all internal. Okay. So and, and also, it was just like, point. you don't have to go to the National Mall to take a photo. You could... You You could go to the local metro station and get some mm-hmm. dumb shots. Yeah. Like, without even going through the gate. Right. Like, rush hour is a thing. <laughs> yep. And it brings out lots Super of personality. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. Or you could just take pictures. One of the things I like to do is take pictures of my family. You don't even have to leave the house. <laughs> take pictures of your mother, your father, your aunt. I you're going to... It, it may not be properly composed or exposed, but you're going to have a memory 20 years from now. That's a good way to put it. Because the way I look at it, my photography are like... Our memories. I mean, essentially, right. they, that's, yeah. that's really photos, what they are. Right? And that's also, really it, that's why the need of photography even exists. Yeah, is to capture memories. Yeah, captures of the times. At its and, core. And, and even um, Annie Leibovitz, one of the most successful photographers yeah. of our time, she started out taking pictures of her family, her sister, her mother, her aunts, her uncles, and what that teaches you, and you probably don't recognize it at the time. It teaches you how to to how to interact with your subject. Mm. Right. So today it's my True. sister Ashley. Fifteen years from now, it's gonna be Will Smith. True. Okay. Yeah. Fifteen months but, from now, let's let's fix that for you. Fifteen months. Now we're since we talk about universes, uh, our universe, uh, spiritual shit. You gotta speak it into existence. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so the the so when you say like so for example like a young photographer would probably change their settings fifteen times without giving the subject any feedback. Right. You uh, got to tell them you're, do, you're doing them. you're doing great. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. Just you have to over communicate cuz they don't know. That's funny you say that cuz I think Street Meat brought that out of me. I didn't know it how to talk. Definitely to yeah. It definitely brought it out of me. People on the other side of the camera yeah. whether it was a it model definitely or brought person. it out of me. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I got that compliment. I took a trip with a, another photographer friend of mine to LA and we met up with a college friend of mine. She's like, "Oh, just get some photos. 30 minutes. Give me 30 minutes. Buy you something to eat." Me and my friend. Yeah. He goes to me at the end of the trip, hey man, I don't know how you did it, but the way you talked to the model, and you didn't talk to her like in a rude way, mm-hmm. you said, hey, look here, look up, move your head this way, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like, well, how, where'd you get that from? And I legit just pointed at Street Me, and I was like, honestly, you be in a, you sit in a situation and with Street Me, there's 20 photographers and two models, you're going to learn to talk to that model, especially if it's for that two seconds for you to and, take and the photos. better you, the better you're able to interact with that model, the more they will respect you. Oh, hell yeah. And then if you start to give them like, 
comments of, of affirmation, like mm-hmm, you're doing great, mm-hmm. then they will feel better, then your photo looks better. It's like there's nothing to lose with, with learning how when to When you do take it. your families and you try to affirm them on the other side of the camera, do you think they do you think they're just taking it as oh he's just trying to keep me relaxed or do they actually like take it? No, to I heart? don't I don't do it. I don't bullshit them. Okay. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, mean, I, don't, I would I hope not, right? I don't bullshit anybody. Like if you change something, I take a photo and if I think it looks great, I'm gonna tell you it looks great. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you it looks great if it doesn't look great. Like yeah, fair enough. You know, so, so you gotta be honest. And, so yeah. then, from their yeah, perspective, it's like, oh, he told me to move my chin. Then he took the picture. Now he's telling me it looks great. Moving my chin must have made a difference. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. Like, yeah, yeah. I tell Heidi that all the time. It's like, babe, lift your chin up a little bit. Take the photo. Great. And it's mm-hmm. on film, so I, I keep it. And later on, three months later, told you it was fucking fantastic. Like, hey, yeah, it's it's like you don't have to you don't have to lie to nobody. Just like huh. tell them straight up. You can tell them the photo isn't good. I mean, I'm yeah. sure they would rather. I'm sure they would rather know. Did the photo come out bad? Okay, the you know what? Let me give a little I think bit I think the effort. worst feeling is like when you, you when you take a picture of somebody and you show it to them and it's like fire. You think it's fire and they're like, oh, I don't really like that one. I'm like, well, hit you with this goddamn camera. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to do. I think <laughs> that's, that's you, bro. It's <laughs> on if they know what a fire photo looks like or not. Uh, yeah. yeah. Some, some to some people, a fire photo just make means their butt looks big. That don't yeah, mean it. Don't mean it's a great shot. Yeah, this perspective, hey, I guess. Instagram, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite form of sharing your your work, your personal work, not not your commercial work? In person. So you like galleries, like the physical copies, or just literally sending a text to my mom. True. Okay. But like. I like to see their natural reaction. Mm. So, do you think you do you think you get better? I guess feedback that you that you can actually take away from by sending it to people that aren't photographers, as opposed to sending it to clients or other photographers. Like if you like you said like uh, you just said about sending it to your mom. I think like if I send the photo to a non photographer and they have a physical reaction, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's going to get 300 likes on Instagram mm-hmm. right. <laughs> you know, yeah, or, yeah. or something like, you know, right. I can gauge it. But when I was answering the question that I'm answering from an emotional perspective, like mm-hmm. it gives, it, it makes me feel good when I show you in person and I can get your raw reaction. Uh, I see. Cause I on see. Instagram, like, a lot tap. of people are double tapping. Wow, this is a fire photo. <laughs> yeah, like they're, 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 com- they're commenting because fire, they want fire, all fire of your emoji. followers to see them. Of course. Or they're double tapping because they like you, right. not because they like the photo. Right. Like, I catch myself if, doing that. If, a lot if the photo people. didn't have my name attached to it, would you still like it? Mm. We don't know. You know what I mean? Like so, but when I show you, like, oh, look at the shot I got last week, right. and you're like. Oh yeah, you know that, that's a honest. You can't fake it. Yeah, right? yeah, that's true. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you show it to somebody, like, oh shit, oh, how do I zoom in on this one? Right. And like, do the, the typical parent look. Shout out to Instagram for allowing <laughs> parents to and, zoom in on. And, and, and my dad is the most transparent person I've ever seen. Oh, uh, true. Oh shit, he got that raw feedback. He, I mean, eighty percent of the time, he's like, hmm, cool. If it's a photo of me, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's my boy. I'm like, that's not the point. Like, <laughs> that's my kid right there. Like, How do I double tap this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is your dad on Instagram? Nah. Nah? All right. Nah, he doesn't, he doesn't. Say, blow him up real quick. Yeah, my, dad, <laughs> my dad hasn't been on social media since, like, American Online. Wow. That's, yeah. a, <laughs> that's a long time. That's a throwback. He used to send me uh, instant messages. Back yeah. before AIM was a thing, you had to be on AOL. Yeah. You had to have the CD in the computer and turned on to your modem. Yeah, the, the the dial tone. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. At some point, the free yeah. hours you get you used to get like anyone that's free hours ever had to communicate via AOL during dial up. I applaud you for your patience, and you're probably a calmer person these days. 
Yeah, because, I applaud. I applaud your damn. mother for letting you tie up the phone line. Dog. Let me tell you right now, man. I made sure to get online Dog, before my mom a, got home. Yo, I had an older brother who was always talking to girls, and that was always <laughs> a problem. Because it was always a problem. Because he yeah. was always uh, trying to be on the phone with somebody. He's like, "Dog, I'm trying to use the internet so I can watch some porn." Amen <laughs> <laughs> to that. Some slow, yeah. slow ass porn. Buffered nipples. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it looked yeah. like Instagram now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, AOL was a different beast. Yep. Yeah. Aim. Can you imagine Away now? Messages. Can you imagine now getting on the internet and tying up everyone's cell phone? Bruh. Like, bro, what? <laughs> what if technology went that way? Or it's like, oh my God. slow down a little bit. <laughs> She's just a little bit of patience. <laughs> Jeez, now we all have the internet at our disposal at all times. At all fucking times. You can watch, no, you can watch no, whatever you, you can find anything on your device. And yet we want to give six year olds a phone in their hand. Well, I think I think what? I think they should. They should. You think so? Okay. All right. This is the way I think about it. Like, all right. My dad struggles with technology because he's sixty plus years old. Okay. Right. If I had a son, my son probably would never struggle with technology because no. no, it's a man, part these, of his life. These babies not, don't even not, know how to read and they know how to use apps. It's already. not. Yeah, it's not an adaption. He, my dad has to adapt to the to the technology. Right. It would just be a part of his life. Mm-hmm. So it's like. This is the world we live in. Yes, you might as well start now. Because mm, okay. you're probably going to be reading your homework off of this or, you know. 100% yeah. you're right about yeah, that. Yeah, so it's like you might as well like adapt. I don't like the way the um, the screens interact with our brains. You know, like the fact that we need a night mode makes me a little uneasy. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't like that part. Like they, It's a know, lot. Like yeah. a lot of, a lot of um, device creators, they use extra blue light because it, it interacts with our brains differently. Like if mm-hmm. you ever look, if you ever like think about it, when you wake up in the middle of the night, if you look at your phone, you're not going to go to sleep anytime soon. True. You're not going to fall back asleep anytime soon because the blue light excites your brain. Huh. Yellow light doesn't. Huh. That's probably why you like cool tones. No, I'm just yeah, no, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> know, it doesn't give me any more likes though. Shit. <laughs> But that's no, that makes sense. No, it. you're right because it's it's their environment that they have to grow up in. You might as well you might as well get ready. Get them in there. Yeah, because okay. I don't want you to be in first grade and not know how to do whatever. I want you, you to be your on gonna get roasted. He's gonna get roasted. Yeah, like, man. Like honestly, <laughs> every kid should get roasted at least one hey, year out of their school. Okay, yeah. but like that's like saying like this motherfucker don't watch Paw Patrol. Like what if, <laughs> right, right, like, what, if, what if you didn't know how to play checkers in the first grade? That's a good point. Oh, you know, true. You know oh, yeah. Point. yeah. It's like there's different you're devices. You're left out. You're left out of it's, 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 but, no, it's no longer. No, it's no longer a board game. It's in your phone. But here's mm. the thing, though. But how? But the thing is, I guess, yeah. With that analogy, works to a certain extent, because with that, yeah, board games fine. But once you're done with it, you're done with it. Oh, Where, there should be time limits. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, but okay. it's still even then, like whenever you're dealing with like new technology and for younger kids and all that shit, it's like you don't get addicted to checkers. No. You don't get addicted. You never got addicted to fucking playing Pogs or Pokemon cards or, yeah, or anything. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I was pretty hardcore on that Pokemon I, game. I, I think that yeah, I never played the game, the but game, the card. But I, 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 so, as, far, as far as that goes, I think this is just an interesting time to be alive. Mm-hmm. And humans have technology and information and knowledge at their disposal. Yeah. So as a result of that, we now have to invest more in self-control. I feel like every... I that's a good way to put it. Yeah, like, this, yeah, that's really it. And, yeah. You know, you know, we have the the thing that uh, we have like, the, the screen uh, time. Yeah, like okay, we need to put that into. That's practice. gonna catch. That's gonna yeah. catch on. I tell you right put now, your phone down. I feel point. better yeah. about myself when it says I'm 30 minutes or more below average of my phone use. Yeah, because I, I feel like oh, I'm being productive in the real world. Chances are I'm on a computer doing work. You're doing something, but I'm not else. on my personal device. Yeah, well, doing games. I don't think just apps. because your phone says you're you're low on screen time means you're doing anything else productive. You could do, you could be I, easily I doing something else something. to distract yourself. Yeah. True, but at least you know you're not on your phone. But I'm just saying, like, 
okay, we need to we need to look at self control again. Like let's let's reinforce that a little bit. Yeah, as and, and, as, and as technology it's grows, it's like a, mm-hmm. it's like with everything like anything new that starts, it's like we don't know what's happening. We don't know how to like cigarettes. They don't cigarettes at a time were viewed as good. Yep, doctors recommended them. The, the fucking doctors recommended them. The ads yeah. with doctors recommending them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, as we got older and we realized, like, oh, this isn't good. They're making them twenty-one and up now. Yeah, here in DC. Yeah, fantastic. I'm, yeah. I'm for it. Yeah. I think you should make everything twenty-one and up. Yeah. So that so that's that's one of those things. It's like with anything that 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 sends those dopamine things to your brain or whatever. Mm-hmm. At first, yeah, okay, yeah, it seems okay, and then once we realize, oh, this isn't that okay. Oh, this is really not okay. Within that, yeah. we're, we're we're right now we're in that gray area where it's like, and it's also because of technology that we learn so quickly right. that this is not okay. Right, you're right about that. And we're you still know? stupid as shit. That's the, yeah. that's the worst yeah. part. It's all, like yeah. <laughs> we're still dumb as shit. Technology is what told us like, okay, there's a lot of depressed kids. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. should probably look at this like social. But media then, but thing. then it's like, oh, you guys are depressed. Let's <laughs> just move you guys over. We're just to the gonna side. remove the fact that you can't see how many people. Oh, like here's here's some more pictures. You're tell me, I'm not gonna stuff. get notifications every time someone likes it. So <laughs> yeah, you I, take I, that think, away I think also? I think it's like. From Instagram's perspective, that's got to be like some experimental thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was but, just about to say, like, how do you how do you feel about removing the likes on Instagram? I think I think from if I think about it from their perspective, they're trying to experiment on how to like improve the platform, mental health, or... they're, and they're trying to be aware of the mental. You know, like they're mm-hmm. they're, they're tr- I see them as trying to do something mm-hmm. about it. Right, they're trying to do something about it. Which I'm like, okay, cool. Like, mm-hmm. but again, I always default to like this is a very interesting time to be a human. Yeah. To just to just quit your job, pour into Instagram a little bit, and then be a professional. Like you could not do this forty years ago. No, hell no. This was not yeah. even fathomable. Oh, like forty years ago, it cost you a on... lot less to survive in life. Well, that too. Yes, but, so, be, but it would content. cost you a lot more hustle to be a f- professional photographer. Yes, you're 100 percent right. About I that. could go on YouTube and learn the lighting setup that I need to know tomorrow. But they also, did not have they did that not back have then. They no, barely had any books on. You lighting. had to go through the gatekeepers of the knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not a thing anymore. But also, how much of that is because of the times back then? You didn't. You weren't required, or you didn't have that spark in your head where you said, "I really hate my job. I could be doing something better." Because I want to make more money. Back then, you're right. You didn't know. Well, yeah, you didn't options. know any better. I think. I think it was. There's multiple factors to that. We also didn't have Amazon's Alexa, and we didn't have Siri, and we didn't have AirPods. We didn't have all these things that you could go out and buy that you We're think right you that. need. True. Yeah. yeah. We didn't. Well, have, yeah, that is true. We yeah. didn't have all this. Yeah. Yeah. We have you, more to watch. I, I, got, I just got a smartwatch, and I never thought I owned a smartwatch. I was yeah. Like, this is so but stupid. now, but now, now the, the <laughs> husband and the wife is working mm-hmm. so that they can get the Ford excursion. Or the third expedition, or mm-hmm. whatever, and they can go on three vacations, and they can everybody in the family can have AirPods and a Sony and an Xbox. There's all these other things you think you need. Mm-hmm. Where before it was like if you had a car, dad was working, mom didn't work, mm-hmm. your clothes were, I mean, your kids were like fed, clothed, and right like thinking and yeah. cl- some sort of clean. It was mm-hmm. all good. Now yeah. it's like that's not enough anymore. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's not enough anymore. So have we oversaturated ourselves? I, like I don't think we. I don't think we did it. I think we're just like we're a, a product of the times. Okay. Like okay. AOL was created. It was only gonna get better. Now we have Wi-Fi. Now we have yeah. 5.0, 5G, or 5G, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, it's like it's always gonna advance. Like, but it gives you cancer. We we, we are going through <laughs> so a time. I think this <laughs> makes the frogs gay. Yeah. <laughs> like I think this is one of the like the most interesting times to be alive. And I'm like 
extremely grateful. You're here for it. it. I'm here for it. Bro. I'm glad for this. Yeah. And, gl- and I see us, we're trying to figure it out as we go. Like, yeah, no, that's true. It's not that's like true. when people are like, yo, put your kids, these kids days are on their phone all the time. Like, all right, Gramps. <laughs> you had your if newspaper you, in your face if, all the time. If you then. had the dictionary, the encyclopedia, every book you've ever your wanted to read, news station. your news stations, they would be doing the same fucking thing. You would thing. be addicted to it too. Yeah. Like, give the 12 year old Johnny a break. Like, he's trying to figure right. it out. Yeah. Like, you keep saying that we're born in the in a very, we're living through an interesting time. And I think, super interesting. I have this personal theory where I think anybody that was born at the turn of any century got to see an ex- exponential change. Yeah. yeah. And I think exponential. Yeah. We, for we, were, sure. we were born at, the, I mean, you're in 80s, 89, if I'm assuming. 91, thank uh, close you. Close enough. Mm-hmm. 89. 91, same, same shit, man. Listen, you, got, you yeah, saw yeah, Power yeah, Rangers when I saw Power it, Rangers. It, it, so you in the same group as me. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that we were lucky enough to be born at the beginning of the internet stage. And I think right now we've seen the internet stage get to its maturity. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if it gets better. We, we, we've at least interacted internet. with it. Yeah. At, at, at all stages. Like you said, dial up for porn. Now yeah. we got porn on our phone. Yeah. I had dial up for communication. I can Bro, communicate Can you imagine anywhere. what we would have been like if we had porn on our phone? Yeah, I don't Terrible. know. Terrible. We yeah. had to hide. I hope mom's not listening to this part. We had to like hide from our parents yeah. and like stay up late I had and magazines. like do all. Oh, I had no magazines. I, I had magazines. Just man. like, and now it's on our phone. It's right there. Yeah. Now and there's no parental. There's no. There's no parental like. <laughs> no, nothing. I mean, they, 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 I mean, they no, exist. Click if you're under eighteen here. Yeah. No, nah, man. Fuck if, off, if you go if you, uh, to a lot of the the sites that I'm sure a lot of people go to that I don't I don't know what that is, but you know if they if you go on these certain sites. I don't have any experience with because I don't do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, there's no, there's no parental or anything like before. Show up, titties in your face. All you gotta do is type I mean, in the look website. At Twitter. And that's like, it. I love Twitter because you. T- it's, it's even normalized now. Like it's like the fucking Pornhub. You see porn, the word Pornhub everywhere. I've seen it I on see TV. their logo a lot. Like, yeah, recreated in ways. Right. Can you imagine Great. a kid having that kind of fucking? Oh my god, shit. I used to, I used I to have to watch tape. VHS tapes. I had I had a VHS tape for porn as well. I mean, we also got like Tinder. Oh, and yeah. I remember, I remember the, the, the world is in an interesting chapter. Yeah. And I, I am not going to like hold us accountable for the missteps and the mistakes that we make. Like, no, no, no. bro. Like, we're this learning. Is the, yeah. We're still learning. We're learning. Yeah. All this shit is, yeah. This is, we're learning as a species and like. And that's what we do as a species. Yeah, that's how <laughs> it goes. They had to learn how to use the hammer at one point. <laughs> you know, so, or the wheel. Like, now that you've learned and you you work as a commercial photographer, you use a lot of digital gear. Do you find mm. yourself wanting to shoot analog? Uh, like film? I don't, I don't know that I want to shoot analog. I like shooting analog because, oh, okay. like, the moment I pick up that just mechanical piece and there's no batteries or well, there is a battery, but yeah. that's only for light the, meter. For light meter, yeah. Yeah. Um, but my shooting abilities don't rely on the battery. Mm-hmm. It's all mechanical. I can't see the photos for like two weeks. It's a different experience. It's a different feel. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm not like dying to pick it up. Oh, okay. You know, it's like if I feel like shooting analog today, okay, cool. But if not, then okay, cool. Interesting. Cool. cool. That's fair. So you don't have like a, a I don't use the word regressive. You don't have like a retro view of like photography then. Because I find myself in that position where I like, if I have both of my cameras in my hand and I see a fire street photography moment, I'm like, let me get this on film instead. Nah, Let me put that. this one on film, and then if I can catch it on digital, I'll go and catch it on digital also. I like, have that. That's kind of where my and I, and I wonder like if, is that just me? You know, not I mean, being, so some people are like that. I mean, yeah. some people some people have I mean, like to have that. I like the instant gratification. I Take definitely. It. Yeah. I'm reaching <laughs> you know, for the digital I, first, just because I, that thing is like an extension of my wrist, mm-hmm. and 
I can change the settings, get the shit right without having to think about it. Analog, I'm like, change the shutter, tap it. Okay, I'm overexposed. Change the you know and then you have to like look you have to like put it down and like look at the numbers on the thing I'm like on the digital I'm like all with one hand yeah like yeah I got it I don't and then like the numbers show up in the viewfinder like I don't know all right all right I like it I just if 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 it comes down to capturing a moment or not I'm gonna reach for the digital Interesting. Because I know I'm, the chances of me getting it are way better. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And if you listen, you can always. And if you don't get post. it, if you don't yeah. get, if you don't get it the first time, you can change it in the next second or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I know. One thing I think film has taught me is the I don't take as many photos on digital, as because on film you take the one shot, you rack up another frame. On digital, you can just hold the button and, and you're gonna capture oh, something. One of the, one of those bursts will get the shot. Now, when I'm on on film or on digital, um, I'll put the fifty on and like I'll frame it, tilt it, click it, shoot it, and then look, and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like I'm no longer shooting in bursts. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I like to revert no, I, back I, to I, the I film. Still do bursts. Like, I mean, bur- I do bursts if it's like you riding the scooter down the empty street on U Street. I'm like, burst it. I'm looking at one thing in frame. Like, those moments I understand. But I find that like, the patience has taught me. And I, I can only imagine what it must have been like in the 50s and 60s, being a, like Leibowitz when she started. Like, how patient she had to be to take a photo. Yeah, a lot more patience, a lot more intention, a lot more planning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and they still make it look effortless. That's the thing. And that's yeah. the thing. When you see a great photo from the 50s and 60s, you know, I just be like, damn. Yeah, that's what makes it just makes it that much better. You probably, like, from, you like, probably shot this from the hip. It's like perfectly in focus. Mm-hmm. The exposure's right. Like I just yeah. be like, man, that's another level. What, uh, what else how, we got? We got some. We're dying out right here. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. How, how much time we got on this bitch? Oh, we are at about an hour and fifteen minutes. Oh, shit, I think. we got time. That's useful. We got, we got, got another about, question. Do you have another question? Oh, um, let me see. Let me go through here. It's always we got. I mean, the, like these are these are all very different questions sure. that don't yeah, really pertain to what we're talking about today. Like, well, let's ask to, one. Screw it. See if we can <laughs> answer them. If not, we'll do it for the next one. How to become a concert photographer? Constant concert. concert. Oh, that's for so that's for yeah, our next guest. That's for our next guest. Shout out to yeah. Made in China, yeah, China she, Keys. She's she killing the game. Oh, I'm gonna definitely let China answer that question. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> China yeah. is the queen. She's yeah. like China's fucking China. plug fucking slash yeah. goat I'm gonna slash let China queen. Answer that one. Yeah. Uh, let's see so here. hopefully we're able to get her for episode three, y'all. If you're listening, uh, if not, she will be coming at some point. Yeah, we'll 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 I'll, I'll, uh, hopefully we can convince her to come. If she's not she's busy. Not. If she's not busy shooting an event, right? Flying out the yeah, Coachella she, next time. She's so, a beast, bro. Yeah. She's a beast. She has a because like you see this. I, I follow other photographers that shoot the same events as her, and they get good photos. And yeah. I'm not gonna downplay what but they do. So, so for some reason, so China's the way she works her photos, yeah. the edits, the way well, she frames. The, the one childish Gambino shot, I was like, yo, well, she did what a the pre fuck? and post. I was God, like, damn. oh shit. I, I remember going to a. This was like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. I went to a red, gold, green concert, and like I'm pretty cool with those guys, and you know I get the passes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we were like way up in Silver Spring, and hey, come holla at me. I showed up late, and there was China in the pit, and I was just like, <laughs> and I was like, red, gold, green is not like big, they're not like they're not like national, you know, yeah, yeah. and um, they're hella dope. Shout out red, gold, green, but they're not that big. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I just remember seeing her in the pit, and I was like, 
oh, you like you, you really on it. You know what I mean? Just, I was like, yeah. and, and, and that, so I'm not like surprised to see what she's doing mm-hmm. now because she oh, was yeah. she was putting in work when nobody was paying attention. Mm-hmm. So to see her yeah. now flourishing, I'm not like surprised. Yeah. You know, like she's she, gonna she's she, gonna get, she put in her work, bro. Like she's she, gonna get picked up by by somebody. I love the yeah. comment on the photos. Like, where's Rolling Stones retainer? Like, just have you go photograph these artists. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. a matter of time, honestly. Yeah, it's just really a matter is. of time, yeah. and then she'll be on tour with some. Yeah, something I don't know. Hopefully, Probably we catch her before she's on tour, honestly, because yeah. you know, I don't want to deal with schedule issues. Yeah, she might be like calling in. <laughs> <laughs> I got, we'll I got in. one question here by Cherry Berry Photography. He hey, asked, Chris, what's up? He asks how to pro- how to correctly approach a creative for services. Oh, um, are like are we approaching like, a photographer like a, or is a photographer approaching the client? How to how to uh, I guess like approaching a model. It's another creative. Yeah, right? I mean, not to like downplay it, but I think it's very simple. Like, first off, you always start with like who you are. Like, hey, I'm Julian. I'm a photographer of three years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, establish yourself. Then, before you, it, it, you could do this whenever to order, but it's always important before you get to asking what you want, mm-hmm. you express your gratitude. Mm-hmm. I love what you're doing. I love mm-hmm. what you do. Oh, so so that that way they know that you've actually seen their work instead of like it's just like it's just like a mutual like respect right. for the work instead and the saying, craft. And come like, here, work for me. Yes, like yeah. I I already know you're gonna ask me for something, but you could at right. least you know express that you appreciate what I do. Tell me why you want to work with me. You know, you know what I mean? Like all that. Mm-hmm. Like express yeah. some sort of gratitude for. That's what actually the, good. That's actually good advice because yeah. you should do that whether it's a model, whether it's a new client, whether you know whatever. Like mm-hmm. always express some gratitude before you get to saying what you want. Yeah. You know. Um, and then like yeah, like just explain like I think you know considering what you do so well, I think we'd be a good fit for this. I want this is what I'm trying to get across. Let me know what you think. Blah blah blah. Okay. And I think you mentioned a very good point. I learned this when I was thinking of going into journalism. Uh, one of my better professors told me, always follow who you want to work with, whether mm-hmm. it's a client, a model, like you said, and compliment them on a series of their work. Because if a photographer gets reached out to, oh my God, I like your last photo. Okay, you saw my last photo, but have you seen my work prior? Mm-hmm. Right. Like if a client comes to you, hey, Julian, we love what you did with your first client, your third client, and your fifth client. You know, we'd love for you to do something similar. You're already gonna. I, I would assume you're more inclined to like. Okay, well, you know what? Me and this client are gonna work together because they followed my work. So they know what's up. So yeah. you should like. And I think to answer Chris' question is to to supplement what you said, is introduce yourself and and explain why you want to work with them because of their previous yeah, work. Yeah, but you can't expect them to do that coming to you, because they're paying you. From the client aspect, you're right yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, I think they're, from they're, uh, they're yeah, not gonna, they're here's not gonna, money. Do work. They're not going to follow you for thirty years. They're going to. They're <laughs> going to. They're going to look at the work that you chose to present to represent yourself, mm-hmm. and they're going to side yay or nay, and then they're going to be like, "Yo, we love what you do. Okay, let's do this." And you we can want say that. yes. Yeah. So remember that then for client work, they don't care. Just make sure <laughs> they work. care. They want to know that you're serious and that you're a professional, but you don't like they're not going to follow you for three years you know like they're probably going to look at your website your portfolio your instagram see mm-hmm. what you see what your vibe is and make a decision how much work do you do you get or how how much work do you oh well, yeah how much do you how much work do you get through your like your website like if, how many people um, say oh i saw your work on on your website instead of instead of instagram i think i think it, it like I said before, it usually comes down to like a like getting referred, mm-hmm. like yo, you should work with Julian. 
the website comes in to provide its own level of validity. I see. It's like proof right. that I am who I say I am. <laughs> right. Or mm-hmm. proof of I am what they said I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, then, you know, like the person is... And you don't be, think Instagram is like a, a platform for that? It is, but me in particular, my Instagram is completely different from my website. Like my website looks commercial and clean and my Instagram is whatever the hell I want it to be. All right. So, I mean, take that for what it is. I'm, I'm like trying to convince myself to share more of my commercial work. Um, but to be completely honest, like the ego steps in and is like, that's not going to get 300 likes. <laughs> yeah, yeah so it happens. It's, it's it just kind of like, ah. Yeah, that happens. clout is real. Yeah. Strange enough, the digital clout is a real thing. Oh, it's it's hella real. And it, I think we that's all how you suffer get from it. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's but a lot but at the same put. time, it's like, there are a lot of people paying attention on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could post it and get some different attention and be like, yo, he should do that for us. Like, okay, cool. You, know, you just got a new bag. True. There you go. So... Um, yeah, one last question. Oh, yeah, one more, one more. All it right. says, um, photographer shit, gear, work life, uh, work life balance, industry pet peeves, which is something I want to know about too, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess creative tips. So, what are down. you shooting with? What are you shooting with right now? Sony A7 III for the photo and the video, and it's amazing, and I have no regrets. All right, Team Sony, there you go. Sony <laughs> gang, Sony gang. Uh, I guess that answers both questions. Uh, work-life balance. What's that like? Constant <laughs> struggle. It's a constant struggle. <laughs> do you, do you um, get a, like a lot of time off? Or because there's, there's rarely time off. There's, but I think it's a chapter of mm-hmm. which I'm at. It, like I told you before, it's like before in the early stages you don't get that many gigs, and mm-hmm. you'll take whatever gig comes to you, and then if you hustle hard and you get continue to get better, then you'll get like overwhelmed with work, mm-hmm. and then that's when you have to like up your rates, let some people fall off, and keep working. And then you, you get to the point where, like, you start to decide, like, is this gig contributing to the overall goal, the destination? If not, like, am I going to make a killing? Am I going right. to hate myself in the edit? Right. Am I going to, is this worth my time? And then you, you say yes or no. That's kind of where I'm at now. Can I butt in with a quick question? Yeah. You say you have to, you up your rates at a certain point. How do you yeah. communicate that to your previous clients? That we're working with you at a previous rate. Hey man, um, we've had a great run together. I've learned a lot. I've uh, I've grown a lot. I'm extremely thankful for our relationship. Um, I'm at a point where now where I'm just ready to raise my rates. Um, okay. If that doesn't work for you, no hard feelings. I totally understand. And if they so fall, not be personal. If they fall, it. yeah, it's not personal. And yeah. the, and if you and if you communicate it in a such in a, in a proper way, they're like. They're probably older than you already. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or, or if you are a grown ass man, then you know you know how to communicate it properly, and they'll understand, and they okay. will find another photographer, and they'll you know they'll figure it out. Like, good. good their yeah. business is gonna have to go on too. Actually, yeah, you know, no matter like, what, they're not. Yeah, yeah you're not the only person. Yeah, that and it's yeah. like at the end of the day, like if you're miserable doing the edits for them because you didn't get paid enough, like nice. there's somebody that could, there's somebody that could be doing it better. It's gonna oh. show. It's better for everybody that you just move on. True. And uh, I guess, what is a pet peeve that you have yeah, right now? Um, respect for time. So they, they try to overbook you or something? Or? Uh, not overbooked, but oftentimes things come up and they want you to fill their needs right now. Or, yeah, it's just like they want to book you like last minute. Like you could be like, yo, I need, I, I don't book, like I need two weeks for booking. Like, right. I only book two weeks out. 
and the, and it's Thursday, and they're like, "Oh, I need you tomorrow. I need you on Monday." And I'm like, "Yo, like two weeks, bro." Because when you when you work like this, it's like you might not be shooting all the time, mm-hmm. but oftentimes Thursday from four to six, I have blocked off to finish my edits. Okay. Okay. So then, if you an, an, a, a client that needs something from me wants to shoot right Thursday four to six or Thursday five to seven. You just like cut my like. There's a reason we say two weeks out, right? Because you still need work. You still and need I have time to. I have to edit and deliver this to the up to client A before I can start considering shooting for client B. Right. So it's just like, and then what that results in is you're probably gonna say yes. You're gonna take the shoot, <laughs> and then you're gonna be up editing until midnight when you really wanted to go to sleep at like nine or ten. That's an early bedtime. I'm normally in bed until midnight. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But still, overwork, maybe, still maybe, burning yourself out. Yeah, maybe you wanted to stop editing at 9 so that you could then go kick it with the homies at 10 and then stay out till 1. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, because you need some life. Right. You know, and, like, you <laughs> yeah, need yeah, that yeah. to, to yeah, stay yourself. Yeah, I guess that's a work-life balance. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you need that balance. So it's just like time management, clients respect for your time. And mm-hmm. it's like a on, it's like a constant um, challenge. You get better at it, you know. So from what I'm taking away is your hardest, I'm not going to say your hardest, but your biggest uh, contention is always your work-life balance. I think it's just like, uh, I would pull out a little bit like a little bit more broader and just say like time management. Time management. Yeah. Okay. Time management is my mm-hmm. personal, like probably like top two or three challenges. So then I guess I'll, I'll quick backtrack a little bit. Do you time yourself when you're working for an no. ex-client? You just get the work done. You do it. Yeah. Just okay. Go. I don't, I don't. So I know not, some other people that clock themselves like, okay, no so like some of these people do, do they at, do they book you for like a certain amount of time or do they at, ask for x amount of shots that they want or x amount of pictures that they want uh yeah it all depends like what if they you're want. on retainer yeah they're gonna, they're, you know what i mean like they're gonna book you for a day or they're gonna book you for a half a day or whatever but those are often the clients that are like yo can you edit this right now <laughs> It's just three photos. Can you give it to me right now? Like, oh, I forgot we needed it for this or that. Uh, and I'm like, ah, okay. Like, sure, I love I'm you here. Yeah, like I love you guys. Yeah, I'm sure I'll do it. But Thanks I'm like, for the bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I love you guys, but geez, you know, I really wanted to finish this over here. Or, okay, or whatever. Okay. Uh, but then there's like some clients that you know you book for two hours and you know it's simple. True. It, it varies. It varies, Excellent. all the time. So what's next for Julian Thomas? Oh man, uh, a lot personal more... work life. Anything you want to share? What's going on? Yeah, I mean, what you finna do? Definitely, <laughs> just trying to stay healthy. Uh, work life balance. Like get my, um, just like keep keep up strength mentally mm-hmm. because you, you're nothing if you can't think your way through something. True. <laughs> so True. just like trying to keep that strong, um, stay healthy, and just like uh, approach my commercial work with a little more intention. And uh, mm-hmm. instead of just, I'm grateful for all the opportunities, but now, like, where am I intending to go with these opportunities? And how mm-hmm. am I going to shift, sh- like, m- like mold this into a career that I'm proud of? And, uh. Um, so you're halfway there, man. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. Listen, in 15 months, he's going to have Will Smith in front of his camera. So, I think you want a great track right now. We'll see. We'll see. Any, any the trajectory is looking fucking great right now. Overall awesome. messages you want to share with the streaming community and anyone else that's listening? Any, any last takeaway for anybody listening? I would definitely say, um, above all, follow your curiosity. Trust yourself. And, and go for it. Like whatever it is that, 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 that 
you're curious about, that you feel yourself thinking about five to seven times a week, like it's there for a reason. Go, go, go see what it's all about. And then if it feels right and the universe reminds you, you know, like this is, you know, this might be it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Trust yourself. Don't don't remember. Don't forget you don't have to work your ass off. But like, yeah, <laughs> you know. I think that's what I think that's one thing that people always glorify is like, oh, I'm I'm gonna be a full time photographer. I can do whatever the fuck I want. No, it's still sure. work. Well, well, I think <laughs> nineteen what, hours working. I think what a lot of people miss is when they want when they start thinking about being a full time photographer. They they don't think about the times where you're gonna have to push yourself on your own. Hmm. Well, you have to get up because you have to do it. Well, no, 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 not the photo shoot. I'm saying in between photo shoots, you have to be learning something new Mm. so that the next photo shoot looks a little bit better than the last photo shoot. Right. And there's no coach that's going to cuss you out and convince you to go do the extra Mm. push-ups or do the extra laps. True. You have to do it for yourself because you truly are passionate about it because you truly love it or truly want to. That's where it comes. That's the difference between one year's full-time and three years full-time. You have to really, like, especially if you plan on being any type of, like, creative. Like, I don't really consider shooting events, like, that's not, like, creative photography, in my opinion. I know some people who think that it is. But But my point is, like, you could go three months without shooting an event and then go shoot an event. But, like creative portraits or studio lighting right. or, 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 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't do, if you didn't shoot street photography for three months and then you went out there and tried to, you would not catch the flow no. as quickly as you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, you're going to have to push yourself. There's no coach. There's no boss. You are the boss. All right. right. So you better come with it. That's, that's good <laughs> shit. Fantastic. Well, Cheers to that. Cheers. Hey, Cheers. Thank you, Julian, for coming in and sharing thank you, thank you. Thank you. Hopefully, pleasure. Thank hopefully you everybody listening and learned something here. Yeah. Uh, make sure to follow at underscore Julian Thomas. I'm sure the community is well aware of your fantastic work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you, at you, yeah, Birch. I believe you shot out at Birch Please. earlier. Yes, uh, yeah. And then you said at this is James this, J. This is James J. Yeah. Is that J-A-Y or just the letter J? James J. Like J-A-Y. N-E-S. J. Sorry. Yeah. A couple just a letter J. That's yeah, all good. All right. We'll find it for you guys. We'll put it on the feed. Uh, thank you guys very much and uh, we'll see you on episode yeah. 3 yeah alright and thank you for listening to episode 2 of the Drink Me podcast uh, thanks to Julian Thomas to sharing his experience uh, and dropping gems on us we hope you're able to get some of those for yourselves uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast uh, and uh, we'll talk to y'all soon <laughs>